Hello, podcast gang, gang. I hope you're enjoying your weekend. I'm here in the Killstream studio. It's very quiet because I've just been sitting on my computer messing around today, booking some guests. I'm about to start selling tickets, as I talked about, for the Killstream Kingpin Invitational in Dallas, Texas uh, on April the 2nd, which happens to be WrestleMania weekend. And WrestleMania itself is also in Dallas, Texas. Uh, so I'm pretty excited about that. I talked about it a little bit, uh, during this past week's of week of shows, which were very fun. Uh, actually one of the most fun weeks I've had in quite some time. Maybe I, mean, I won't say ever. We got a lot of fun on the show, but, uh, it was, it was, it was pretty great. I have to say, uh, by my own standards, which are pretty high, uh, for the show. I thought it was really fun. Uh, and I'm thinking this week's going to be pretty good too. Uh, now we were going on Tuesday, we had to reschedule the Captain Andrew Meyer debate. It's going to be the Tuesday after, so I won't talk too much about that. Um, but on Wednesday, we're going to have Adam Green versus Classical Theist. Uh, they got rescheduled from the Free Ralph Festival, the original day we were supposed to have it before the snowstorm and all that. Uh, but that's going to be uh, this Wednesday. On Thursday, we're going to have Dick Masterson versus Amy Teresi, uh, and they're going to talk about prostitution. Basically, she's uh, anti-prostitution. Uh, to, I mean, He's going to be defending the uh, the institution, I guess. Uh, and then on Friday, uh, we're going to have Richard Spencer and Mr. Girl, uh, a discussion, I guess is what we're calling it. Uh, and it's already uh, kind of uh, melting down Twitter, just the mere thought uh, of these two having a, a long-form discussion. So that's going to happen Friday on the Kill Stream. I'll see what we're going to do Monday or Tuesday. I know those are the two closest shows, but I don't. Um, Tuesday got toppled uh, with Andrew Meyer having to reschedule, so that's going to be instead on the 25th, um, the Tuesday after. Um, so I don't have those two shows booked just yet, but I'll see what I can do. Obviously, Tequila Sunrise is going to be up uh, all those days too, and then I might um, try to launch the podcast feed for that this week too, but I've just had a lot of stuff going on uh, and haven't been able to. Also, that air conditioner I've been talking about making too much noise just came on. What the fuck? So uh, that doesn't bother you too much. <laughs> oh, there it goes. It stopped. Um, so that's that's what's on the horizon. Uh, episode 1000 is scheduled to be, if we don't miss any kill streams, which I'm going to try really hard not to, uh, it's going to be on Friday. Uh, let's see. Excuse me. Uh, yeah, Friday, February the 11th. Uh, and I don't have any announcements for that yet, but I'm going to try to make that a big show, uh, obviously. So I'll see what I can do. I'll call anybody I can. I'll say, look, it's episode 1000, uh, and we'll see what we can do with that. But uh, no announcements as of yet. Uh, I will be at AFPAC, uh, America First Political Action Conference, uh, in Orlando, Florida, on February the 25th and the weekend of. I'll be there with Pansu, my dear uh, fiancé, who's about to have my child. Uh, very excited about that. That's in April. Uh, as well as the Killstream Kingpin Invitational I mentioned earlier on April 2nd. So that's kind of the, the schedule going forward. The reason I'm here now is because, actually, uh, I had so many trips and so much travel going on during the uh, New Year period, uh, right after Christmas, that I forgot to upload the Ryan Dawson Civil War episode. So a couple of people emailed me about this, and I always plan to uh, put it up, but I wanted to give some type of explanation for why it was an out-of-order episode uh, and also talk about a few things. So, um that's the plan. That's the schedule uh, for right now as far as things go. And uh, kind of an update here. Things are going well. Appreciate you guys' support. Um, like I said, tickets for the bowling thing should be up by tomorrow. Um, so check killstream.live for that. It'll be what? Killstream.live slash uh, 
Kingpin, probably. Um, but I don't have that finalized yet. I don't know. Should I? I don't know if I should use Kingpin. I should put Killstream Kingpin. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I don't know. I'll think about it. You would think I would have that figured out by now, but don't worry. You'll you'll hear plenty about it. Uh, Killstream.live. If you go there, there'll be a big place where it'll have a place for you to get tickets to. So you won't miss it. Just Killstream.live. You'll see it there. Uh, and anyway, that's if you want to go. If you don't, then just ignore all that. <laughs> But don't ignore the next week of shows. Don't ignore episode 1000. Don't ignore everything else. Uh, and thank you. I hope you won't ignore this episode either. I hope you'll enjoy it. I enjoyed doing it. Uh, thank you to Ryan Dawson. Uh, and, yeah, thank you guys again. I'm going to go uh, enjoy the rest of my Sunday, and I hope you do as well. Still Christmas, like I said. Oh, dude, did he have him on? No way. Boy, maybe I started too late. It's okay, we'll go back. Yesterday, pro. Shut up, Tim Boy. gentlemen hello and welcome to the kill stream i am your host ethan ralph the owner and the editor-in-chief of the ralph also killstream.live 
We're coming to you tonight, as we usually do, but not always, not exclusively, but usually. Richmond, Virginia, that's where we're coming to you from. The former capital, the Confederacy, they've desecrated all the monuments now. Pissed all over them, melted them down, but it used to be, used to hold some significance in that regard. Doesn't anymore, but uh, that's where we still broadcast from, Richmond, Virginia. Uh, sad, pathetic, I agree. Shabos, and the sh- Shabos, that's how it happened. <laughs> oh, boy. What are we going to do tonight? I don't know. Fuck. Ryan Dawson's coming on. I got to send him the new link. So to do a new hangout. I didn't do a show today. I got a haircut, though. That worked out. Lost some money on a Japanese basketball game. That was kind of strange. Don't bet on Japanese basketball. I'll just give you a tip. That shit is rigged. (laughs) That shit is definitely rigged. I'll just put it that way. (laughs) I've never actually watched Japanese basketball, including last night. But um, uh, you know what? I'm tempted to go and grab the footage of the game because... Um, judging, so the app, you know, does the play-by-play itself live, but, um, boy, that wasn't, uh, cope. Nah, dude, that shit was fixed. You know what? There's no way, there's no way it wasn't, but anyway, I lost. So yeah, doesn't matter. Even if it was fixed, I was dumb enough to bet on it. So wouldn't matter. (laughs) It doesn't matter. Whatever. If you bet on something that's fixed, that's your problem, Right. (laughs) I mean, it is, but, you know. Anyway, don't bet on Japanese basketball. That's just, like, my advisory message to you. I mean, anything can be fixed, of course, but um, I'm not trusting Japanese basketball ever again. Japsketball. (laughs) Japsketball. We'll never trust. By the way, this was a little something last night. I woke up to this, by the way. Some of the Jack Murphy thing. I mean, we're not. I was, I don't know, during the intro, but I've been talking about Japanese basketball until now, but I won't talk very much about it. <laughs> Say don't bet on it. But this is what I woke up to this morning. Somebody tagged me with this screenshot. I don't have an issue. <laughs> this is quoted by the quartering, by the way. We have TTS as well, TTS powerchat.live slash the Ralph retort. Uh, kills, there's many ways to support Pokecell sent six dollars. Lots of Japanese sports are Dude, rigged. I don't trust it. I swear Sumo to God, wrestling is more corrupt than almost any sport. Dude, I don't know, man. You know what's so fucked up? The reason I'm mad about it is because I was up big, and I fucked around, and I, you know, sometimes I, I've gotten cocky, bros. Let's just put it that way about some of this gambling shit, and I would go through because I've been cleaning up, quite honestly, and I'll go through sometimes and look at the like the total points in the basketball games. And I'll go through, and I made some money like that just by knowing the game. Like, they can't score this many, or they can, or they will, whatever. Well, last night I was looking at this Japanese basketball game, and they had scored an anemic amount. I mean, just, it literally almost should have been impossible for them to to make what they, what I bet on. Not only did they make it, they they beat my original bet. So I was like, okay, well... (laughs) And they said it like fucking, I don't know, eight, ten points higher. And I was like, well, I mean, it's impossible. They, this can't happen. I've never even seen this happen in a basketball game. 
Well, it happened last night. <laughs> After the kill stream, I can tell you that. Anyway, be careful betting on Japanese basketball. Any Japanese sport, seemingly. All right, powerchat.live slash the Ralph Retort, killstream.live slash entropy, dollar sign, sunset squad over on Cash App. Chat is making me laugh. I can't repeat some of these, but what else? Um, Fuck. I don't know. I forgot one. Uh, killstream.live slash tip, I think. I don't know if I said that one or not. Shop, killstream.live slash shop if you want some merch. By the way, January 3rd. I'm about to leave in the morning. I'm getting on a flight and flying to Las Vegas. But when I come back, I'm coming back the morning of January 3rd. And I'm going to kick this fucking shit off that morning. I'm going to drive back down from Washington, D.C., and I'm going to walk right into this studio, and I'm going to fire up a 24-hour stream fresh off the plane from Las Vegas. That's what I'm going to do. Now, it's not just any 24-hour stream, though, ladies and gentlemen. It's 24 hours of blood sports. Now, we don't have all the time set because I'm basically going to have to do this during some of my time in Vegas. Probably that first day and maybe some of the first. I'm going to have to message these people and try to slot everybody in. But we do have some slotted in, as I talked about yesterday. Ramsey Paul versus Sticks, 11 a.m. Destiny versus Mark Collette. Collette, damn it. I know how to say it. I still trick myself. Uh, 3 p.m. White Genocide. Adam Green versus Classical Theist, 10 p.m. The Crucible is going to have a debate with Stardust and somebody else. I don't know, some kind of tag team match. Politically Provoked said they're going to do a JQ debate, which I, I told them they could do. So, Hyphen sent $3. Japanese gambling no good. Paying eBay a month to a cock to be an alpha very no good. Yeah, you can't. Don't, don't gamble on Japanese sports and don't pay... A cock $100 a month to, to tell you the true alpha way, I have to say. Me versus Pantsu, female police, that's scheduled. <laughs> Probably with the guest referee there, obviously. Gator versus blank on anime, we don't have that. Dingo versus Galaxy Jesus, AF versus TRS. And there's something else. There's a pit bull debate. What, am I, what else am I forgetting? There's a pit bull debate. Where the fuck is my pen? Okay, here it is. We're trying to set that up. Let's see. Pitbull. I think maybe an abortion debate, but I don't know if we can get that set up in time. Let's see. Oh, this is the Jack Murphy parody. I don't know if we played this on the show. I've seen it going around, but I never actually watched it. Howdy everyone, Jack Murphy here. Just want to let you know, when I like to have my breakfast cereal, I like it with a bunch of Matt's milk with oh. extra zinc. Oh man, this is on National File today. <laughs> Conservative influencer who wrote about cuckolding, then threw a fit. Now his gay porn surfaced. Now, again, we talked about this last night. I wasn't aware... That there's homosexual pornography. Do we? Was that confirmed? I don't know. It's pretty homosexual to stick a stick a dildo up your ass. Maybe. Um. You could you could make that uh, that judgment call. I think. Um. 
Do we have him getting stuffed by another male, though? Like, what's going on here? We know, uh, oh, man, how deep does it go? It's not, maybe that's not the right terminology. (laughs) Now, does Sydney Watson talk about it in this? Hold on. Somebody said she talks about it in this. Oh, this is from today. Addressing the incident. Oh, no, is this 22 minutes just on? It's all on Cuck Murphy? Can't be. I hope so. Cuck Murphy, by the way, no, you know what? No, no, you know what? Hold on. Wait, wait, Sydney, hold on. Who follows me on Twitter? Shout out to Sydney. Now, first off, like I said, I woke up to this. The corner. Thank you. Neon Nicker sent $3. Can we officially call Cuck Murphy a no? I think that's fair. I mean, I think it's I think it's uh, it's a judgment call. I definitely could see that interpretation for sure. The quartering, I woke up to this. He says, "I don't have an issue if you enjoy shoving a dildo up your ass like Jack Murphy does." I have an issue, and then it cut off there. So, be on the lookout. By the way, we talked about this last night. Quartering is the one who discovered this. He's the one who discovered this fucking. Pornography. And again, we don't know if somebody passed it along to him. What exactly went down there? I'll just say it's very curious that the quartering, famous bearded fellow, I believe I talked about this last night, famously bearded quartering, stumbled upon, just so happened to stumble upon. Coincidence, Jack Murphy's bearded porn career. And it was billed as a bearded porn career, too. It was big, bad, Billy bearded badass or some shit. Um, <laughs> something like that. And quartering just happened to stumble upon it? I don't know, man. It's, um, I'm just saying that there, there's... There's some discrepancies here. By the way, I'm going to smoke a cigar tonight. What cigar are we smoking tonight? Ratzilla is the name of this cigar. Uh, Liga, Liga Pravada. Is it Liga Pravada? I think that's how you say it. Oh, man. Underground. I think the same uh, people make this. La Grande Fabrica Drew Estate. They're very good, uh, this whole brand. I've been going through the brand. They didn't have at this particular store, which was an offshoot of the store I went to last week. They didn't have the Liga Pravada number nine, which is what I really like. That's pro- that's one of my, the best cigars I think I've ever had, honestly. But they had this, Ratzilla. And I saw it, and I knew I was going to smoke it on air tonight. No, Dawson's coming on at 10. We got plenty of time. Somebody said, has he been on yet? I knew I was going to smoke it on air tonight, and I said, Radzilla seems to fit. percent $3, how about in his space fake and gay? If you need to fill air time. Oh. I might be able to gather some people outside your sphere, Ralph. No pun space. intended. Am I right? The question is, who the fuck is pro-homo space? Okay, you know what? I'm glad you mentioned that because Flat Earth Boxer messaged me earlier, and he wants to do, we try to get David Weiss on, but he wants to do a Flat Earth debate on his own. So, but who are we going to have debate him? I don't know. 
Do we know any globe cucks? <laughs> I'm not sure. I said, please don't. Well, we got 24 hours worth of shit. If you don't like it, turn it off. I mean, there'll be another debate on in a couple hours during the festival. Okay, Night Nation, you want somebody who's... Yeah, we'll be taking college and doing all kinds of shit during this thing, during the festival. You might do an abortion one. Okay, and again, honestly, when I'm on the plane, I'm probably going to be messaging people and trying to slot some people in. I got the main shit slotted in, but I'm going to have to... And I say the main shit. We don't really know what the main shit will be. On something like this, honestly, you know, we got the big name debates and all that shit. Uh, But on something like this, some of the diamonds in the rough could actually end up stealing the show. And I fully expect some people to be like, whoa, I really enjoyed this. You know what I mean? Like maybe one of the lower card debates too, you know. Um, And that's kind of the point behind it too um, is some of the big names hopefully – uh, boost up everybody on the show. We're having politically provoked and the crucible and all these people on, um, basically promoting their shows too. Um, kind of a, uh, you know, rising tide lifts all boats, hopefully type situation. Uh, and so, um, I'm, I'm hoping that, uh, that that's the case now. Anyway, the quartering, we know what he thinks now about that. Uh, I'll light my cigar here in a second. Now, let me read this first, though. This is Jack Murphy. Guys, there is more about... Oh, no. This was leaked, I guess, from his private private fan club there. Uh, Guys, there's more bad news coming out about... By the way, you notice there's, like, literally, the only leaks that that come out from me are shit I accidentally show on screen (laughs) or something like that. Uh, or, you know, alleged leaks, fake shit, or some dumb hoe was sharing some shit from years ago, whatever. Um, you don't ever see some pronouncement to my inner circle that gets leaked out. Like, what kind of fucking... Anyway. I'm just saying. By the way, my phone's fucking... Okay. All right. Jack Murphy says this, guys, there's more bad news coming out about <laughs> coming out about me. I'm sorry. After I got canceled from my real life job and career, things were dark. We didn't have any money coming in and there were no jobs at all. I was lost and desperate. So my fiance and I did <laughs> uh, you know what? I think I think think we're missing out on something here. I do believe we're missing out on something here. Hmm. What could it be? What do you think because it is? Because you just, you, they, they write you off as a loon. Thank you. 
Neon Nigger sent $3 you All gone through tough times, I don't know any man who resorted to whoring out of that for money. This excuse rings hollow as Jack's fake name. Guys, there's more bad news coming. I'm so, so sorry. After I got canceled from my real-life job and career, things were dark. We didn't have any money coming in, and there were no jobs at all. I was lost and desperate. So my fiancé and I did camp porn at home. People paid us to fuck on the couch. Ow! We made thousands of dollars. And had sex with each other. It is shameful. And I'm sorry that it's now out there. And I'm sorry you have to deal with it. Just deal with it. I understand if this is too much heat for you guys. It's a little too hot. Ow! This is it. This is the final washing. My final test. I've grown and changed so much since then. So, so much. Grown a lot, if you know what I mean. three years ago now but the hate trolls have dug it all up and are going ape shit with it my deepest apologies to you for any problems this may cause I am sorry This one fits though. This one is we need a we need a war footing. Hold on. This one is different, ladies and gentlemen. As we smoke on the Ratzilla cigar. God of Conquest ninety one sent three dollars. Exactly how dark were things? Maybe we should get <laughs> his wife on the kill stream to attest to how dark things were. <laughs> that occurred to me. Just how dark do they get, Jack? Matt from Tinder. Maybe Matt's some anglicized version of his uh, Nairobian, Ethiopian heritage. 
Who can say it really? It's getting dark tonight. <laughs> What's up, top right zoomer? I just looked down and saw you, so shout out to you. Shout out to you, sir. Neon Nicker sent $3. Wait, things got dark. Was the dildo he was using black by chance? <laughs> He's, man, dude. <clears throat> I've seen things you shouldn't have to see. It's it's pretty bad. Yeah, he's going to town with it. I, I don't remember what color it was, but I've definitely been tagged with it on Twitter. He was going to town with it. He was definitely going to town with it. Solo job, too. It was like a solo cam job. He was a cam whore. <laughs> Jack Murphy was a cam whore. I mean, I don't know what else to say. There's also footage of uh, screenshots. I don't know. I didn't see the footage, but um, of his uh, wife there, current wife, I guess, fiance, maybe at the time, going tongue deep in the old anus there. Uh, she's dedicated. I mean, I give her that, but probably don't want that out there. <laughs> the thing about it is, um, so he he tried to call it revenge porn, and again I you know I can't um, of course people are free to make their own commentaries I can't there's certain things I can't talk about et cetera and it is what it is but he tried to call it revenge porn. Well, I mean you were a chatterbait cam whore, and somebody fucking filmed you. I mean I don't know like I don't think that that's I don't think that that qualifies as revenge porn. I really don't. <laughs> I won't get into Night my Nation thoughts on sent the whole $3. thing. But... Thought I'd throw a few shekels on Thank the free you, Ralph Fire before the event. Appreciate that. Going to be a hell of an event. Make sure to get a solid nap on the plane back. I plan to sleep the whole way through. Honestly, I'm not going to go too hard um, that day either. I'll just be chilling. So I don't expect. Um, hopefully the flights aren't delayed or anything like that. You know, That would suck. Um, but yeah, I, I'll have, I'll be calmed down back by then, uh, too. So, uh, fly back on the second. I'll be back on the third early that morning. <clears throat> Ava said, these are the gayest ops I've ever seen. Anyway, this is Jack Murphy. Hold on. Let me see. We need royalty free war music. Let's see. Let's see what comes up. Royalty free war. All right, here's the first one. I don't think that's dark enough. I don't think that's dark enough. It's the dark night tonight. What's this? I have, I have trouble making that out. I don't like the sound of that, really. It's got the right idea, though. Nah, that's the same shit as earlier. Hold up. Epic battle music. 
guys, this war, I need help. I need someone to start a war room with people who are willing to do research. This guy posted revenge porn on my wife. That's a crime. He has incited violence against my wife. Sydney and Elijah have supported this and incited this. I need a war room. I need people added. If you're willing to help, Ali, all, I hate to drag you into this, but I need help. Help, let's go. Ali, help! <laughs> I don't want to drag him into this. I thought it said Ali at first. I think it just says all. <laughs> Ali can't even help you now. <laughs> can save you <sighs> alright let's listen to Sydney Watson she was saying some stuff I think about this I don't know let's see life is weird here we go uh, not the vlog not the vlog intro hi my name is Sydney welcome back to hell and as per usual this video is love. sponsored by me Go subscribe to the email list on my website if you so desire, or buy some of my merch. I don't know, you do you. Now, some of you may or may not be aware that I was involved in an incident. On my show, You Are Here with Elijah Schaefer on Blaze TV, on our last episode of the year, which was on the 17th of December, for those of you who need all the details. It was in fact a beautiful way to round out 2021. It really gave me the warm and fuzzy. God of I will play the clip. $3 quick. Assemble the League, gentlemen. Let's go. You said. He makes up the league, though. All right, wait, hold on. Let's play this. What does this say? Uh-oh. Let's see. What's this? 69, guys. 69 for 69. Yes, I have definitely fucked guys before. Oh, oh no. Jack, no. Jack, no. 69 for 69, guys. 69 for 69. Yes, I have definitely fucked guys before. Oh. I'm a heteroflexible. Heteroflexible? I never heard that term. I need to put the link in here in case any panel members want to come on. I just now remember that. Oh, thank you, by the way, Pensu. Shout out to her. She said, your hair looks nice. I just saw that in my messages. I don't have to put that there. Hetero flexible, a.k.a. gay. Okay, I got you. All right. What's on is gay? All right. 69 for 69, guys. 69 for 69. Yes, I have definitely fucked guys before. Oh. He said definitely. They didn't let out a moan. 
I'm a hetero flexible. I should put that in the bio. You should, yeah. I don't want to ask. What was he doing, man? He was a public dude while he was putting this shit out there. Dude, I knew who Jack Murphy was in 2015. I literally remember cracking up with my friends, interest, everybody I knew at the time about this fucker. How could he put out the cuck article, basically get away with it, and kind of just reinvent himself? He got fired from his job, yeah, 2018, but this is 2019, a whole year later. How could he have done that and still try to continue being a public figure and think, I mean, just if he was going to do this and just say he was doing that then or not care about it, but he was trying to play play some uh, some angles there that just are not able to be played. <laughs> Everyone asked. Yeah. All the guys want to know. We love our guy fans. Uh. Neon Nicker sent $3. I think we can agree Matt is definitely the victim here. He unwittingly cut which means he put his penis in a vagu that had Jack's gay poopy pee pee in it. Jack could have given him AIDS via his whore fiance. Matt should get tested. Matt from Tinder. We need him on the show. We need to hear firsthand. I especially love daddy's fans. 69 for 69, guys. Oh. Oh. 69. Oh, oh, we got to be careful here, too, of course. Some of the photo- photography there are not, uh, not suitable for family television. But for those of you who haven't seen it, and for context and a refresher, we brought on a guest called Jack Murphy, and the show oh! was going really well up until the end when I was reading Super Chats, and I read one that referenced an article that he had written some years ago, and he got very upset and swore at me. And then at the end of the show, he got up and briskly walked away. Like I said, I will play that clip now, but for those of you who want to see the full episode or think there's more context to be had from watching it, I will link it in the description box and also give you the timestamps that are the most relevant so that you don't have to find them yourself. So yeah, here's here's the clip in question. Mr. Dick and Balls says, hey Jack. (laughs) See, that's what she does. She does this. Like she reads it like that's normal. Like it's not even. She's not even saying. I'm not gonna skip the name. She just goes. Mr. Dukenball said. Could you please clear up the cuck article you wrote? I am not gonna talk about Again? this. Okay. And basically, you know what? Fuck you me? for bringing no! this up right here and right now. Me? Why? Why are you doing this to me? I didn't know that. I didn't know what it was. Well, just use a little bit of fucking common sense. Sorry, apologies. Yeah. Fuck uh, you. Fuck you. Elizabeth, Heartfelt. Elizabeth uh, Harrison says, "Gonna uh, gonna miss the show, but have a good break." I H T A C. What's that? <laughs> she knew, didn't she? The little Nothing. Cheshire. I'm just guy. Cheshire I literally was just coughing. It's just an engineering cough. So since this incident, a couple of things have happened. And while I initially had decided that I wasn't really going to comment publicly or say anything about it, just sort of. By the way, he said today course, that today um, some things have been said about it. That drove us. You saw what we read a minute ago. And my actions, and I would like to clear those things up. A general rule of thumb with me is that I don't really like participating in drama, particularly when it comes to other content creators or commentators or whoever, simply because I really think it just detracts from what I do, which is to make content that hopefully can expose people to new ideas or change their mind or, you know, in the really long run, 
promote right-wing values and hopefully in some capacity be able to change the direction of the country that I live in. Did she know, Chad? say things about me or about a situation that I'm involved in that are blatantly untrue or things that paint me in a really unreasonable light uh, without defending myself or giving me a platform to come back at you and set the record straight, that is the point where I feel like now I need to say something. And that's what we're going to do now. So Jack Murphy went on Tim Pool's Timcast IRL a couple days after the incident happened with me on You Are Here. And due to the volume of comments and super chats and questions about what had happened between us, uh, they addressed it on the show. Well, people are mad at you for yelling at I, 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 Oh, they're like, oh, we can talk about it. We'll completely drop the ball. Can we just say that? Uh, yeah, yeah for sure. I, I think they're using a lot of people don't like the article. Right, a lot of people are using that because more important thing. To note, and I want to stress this, that Jack thought that I was acting out of maliciousness, which again, I don't want to put words in his mouth because I don't know what was said. This is just what was told to me. Uh, he thought that I was doing it deliberately, uh, that I was trying to dredge things up and potentially embarrass him when that's obviously not the case. And I just don't operate like that. That's that's not what I do. I also want to highlight well, that. Here, here's, um, put the cigar down. Here's Jim. I didn't see this this morning with some evidence maybe that perhaps they knew. Um, I didn't, I don't think we want, I mean, maybe we did, maybe we just didn't catch it. Anamorphosis says, Deepest Lord, the super chat question was asked twice. He freaked out the second time. Why? Look what the host said in between. If you hate women, if you're a nude model, if you want to have trans sex, I wonder if he thought they were dropping hints they knew about his gay porn. Started. Anamorphosis says, It is like the Edgar Allan Poe story. What is that? I can't remember the name of the story. Elijah, and I'm, I apologize for this in advance, Jack, uh, oh, asked boy. Murphy about the article he wrote about literally cuckolding his wife. I wish I was joking. True alpha. Wow. True. Wow. You went there with that. <laughs> uh, I have absolutely no comment on that other than to say that whatever people's perception is about that, it's 180 degrees wrong. And it has nothing to do with people think what they what they're thinking it to be today. Are we talking about sex right now? Do you know what cuckolding is? I totally thought it's you were where reading... you get a chicken and you. Uh, the telltale heart. That's what I was Hold it. Today. Are we talking about sex right now? Do you know what cuckolding is? I totally thought it's you were where reading... you get a chicken and you hold it and no, you love it. No, I just blanked out for you, a second. You make more chickens. I just blanked out for a second. I'm... She knows, doesn't she? There's no way. I'm. So, I support you having chickens. We I don't kink chickens, shame. I like. Oh boy, there's no way she does. I don't know if she knows about the porn, but she knows about the article. Oh boy. Also, let me unmute here. Bibble, what's up, man? Can you hear me, sir? I wonder if he can. All right, we'll see if we can get Bibble on here. I saw him in there. For a second. You make more chickens. I just blanked out for a second. I'm, I'm, so, I support you having chickens. We I don't kink chickens. shame. I like chickens. If you have a hen house, that's great. That's uh, you should. You should have your own eggs. Great. We don't kink great, shame. Great for protein. You are here does not kink shame. I want to bring that out that we do not kink shame. I don't know, man. You should. You should have your own eggs. Great. We don't kink shame. Great, great for protein. You are here does not kink shame. I want to bring that out that we do not kink shame. If you're like, if you don't want to have, if you hate women, don't want to have any sex at all. That's your lifestyle. Or if you're a nude model, that's your lifestyle. Again, I mean, pure speculation. I'm just saying. Given what we know now, we heard this last week. 
you know, I didn't really, didn't really, I mean, I just thought they were kind of poking him a little bit. But now it seems like, mm, I don't know. Great for protein. You are here does not king shame. I want to bring that out that we do not king shame. If you're like, if you don't want to have, if you hate women, don't want to have any sex at all, that's your lifestyle. Or if you're a nude model, that's your lifestyle. You can, in fact, be, and you can be both at the same time. Or if you want to sleep with trans Elijah, you know, yeah. Ellie Schaefer. Oh, yeah, they knew. There's no. There's no. <laughs> they knew. They knew. There's no way. Okay, you know what? I heard this last week. We played it on the show. There's no way. Let's, let's listen to it again. Coding is? I totally thought it's you were It's where reading. you get a chicken and you hold it. And no, you love it. I just blinked out for you, a second. You make more chickens. I just blinked out for a second. I'm, I'm so, I support you having chickens. We I don't have kink chickens. Shame. I like chickens. If you have a hen house, that's great. That's. Uh, you should. You should have your own eggs. Great. We supply, don't kink great, great for protein. You got your own hen house. You should have your. You should. You should have your own eggs. Great. We don't kink shame. Great, great for protein. You are here does not kink shame. I want to bring that out that we do not kink shame. If you're like, if you don't want to have, if you hate. Started. Anamorphosis oh, says. Fuck. It skipped. My bad. If you have a hen house, that's great. Great, great for protein. You are here does not kink shame. I want to bring that out that we do not kink shame. If you're like, if you don't want to have, if you hate women, don't want to have any sex at all. That's your lifestyle. Or if you're a nude model, that's your lifestyle. You can, in fact, be, and you can be both at the same time. Or if you want to sleep with trans Elijah, Just the one you know, that. Ellie Schaefer. Literally, if you want to breed. If you want to have sex okay. with my ankles, maybe. <laughs> See, this guy blew it at the end. Like he oh wow! What's up, Bibble? It's a telltale heart. Is the uh, yeah yeah yeah, the story. yeah yeah yeah? I love that story. It's really good. I remember reading it in school. Actually, it's great. Fucking old man with the evil eye. <laughs> is that Jack Murphy? <laughs> <laughs> I hope not for Jack's sake. We all know what happens to the old man in the story. Oh, no. So, yeah, this does seem kind of – were they playing some kind of 4D chess? I mean, either it's it's a real strange coincidence or they knew some shit going into this. Look, dude, you know, again, we watched this last week, and I kind of just took it as uh, they're just bantering back and forth. And we, we watched the whole thing, right? And again, it's like, did they know? I thought it was about the article, right? And I was like, oh, they knew about the article because I knew about it from years ago. I didn't know about this. I don't think really that many people at all know about this. But the way they're talking, and again, I have nothing against these people. I'm not. Uh, I'm not saying this in a bad way. I'm kind of giving them kudos, actually, people. <laughs> Um, I'm not. Uh, I'm not trying to rank him over the coals. I think it's hilarious, yeah. uh, but I, I think that they knew. I mean, I, I think that um, somehow they had been uh, made aware of this material. It seems like with some of those comments again, I could be wrong. Some of those just seem a little too on the nose, so to speak. <laughs> they really do. They seem very blatant. Yeah. Especially, who is that guy that's sitting next to her? Is he somebody? Is it's Elijah Schaefer. So Elijah Schaefer sitting next to her, uh, and then the guy—really, the producer f- puts it over the top at the end when he says, "Oh, even if they want to bang trannies <laughs> or whatever." That's, like, true. Right. That's true. Yeah. I was like, okay. Well, he said Been that on too. The nose. Uh, yeah, he went full on the nose with it, didn't he? Mm. Who the fuck is Elijah Schaefer, though? I feel like I should know that guy. Should well, I know he, that guy? He's got a show on the Blaze. Oh, he works for the Blaze. Just, I, he did some on-location stuff um, last year during some of the riots and stuff. He was at the, he was in the White House. He was in the Capitol actually, January sixth, covering it. 
I just, um, I, I don't know, man. This guy, I don't like his face. I don't like Elijah Schaefer's face. I don't know anything else about him, but it's, he he has that face like, I'm going to fucking tell the camp counselor. Like, that's the face he has. <laughs> well, you know what? He said he was going to come on the kill stream, but we I just never followed up the book. Though. <laughs> oh, in that so. case, he's a great guy. <laughs> <laughs> You know, that kind of warmed my heart as well when I heard that. Uh, And again, I haven't followed up. I guess fuck him if he doesn't come on, but we'll (laughs) 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 We'll see, I guess. We'll we'll follow up and see. (laughs) Pinochet's comic copter says, do you think Jack will follow a lawsuit against the quartering? Um, Okay, so first off... (sighs) He said that uh, the courting was committing crimes by putting out his um, chatterbait history here and his wife there getting, ah, Bibble, what do you think about this? (laughs) You know, this man's clearly too alpha for anybody. He's, uh, (laughs) you know, 42nd alpha, you know, he's up there. It's uh, it's, it's impressive knowledge. It's apex. Very few get to that level. Now, yeah, having his hairy asshole eaten out on camera <laughs> by his girlfriend. <laughs> he put it. Oh boy, don't get me started. It's disgusting. He got paid to do that. Pinochet's comedy copter says so. Jack Murphy may have been gay for pay. LOL. Um, I mean, do we have confirm of this? Uh, one one night. I mean, we've done this, uh, you know, that particular circumstance maybe two or two or three times. Sometimes we experiment and play with uh, water sports. You know, water sports into that. But uh, I, I explain I, to my listeners what water sports are. This is definitely his voice. Well, it's not even a question. Wait, who uh, is sport. that? That's Jack Murphy. No, the other one. I don't know. So, so. she parts. Man, this Jezebel. Oh uh, my God! Is this guy like wife? He no. sounds a lot different. That sounds so different. Why does he speak with the lisp there? Well, he's probably got a dildo stuck up his ass. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's been taking protein injections. He's been taking advantage way? of what the fuck? Yeah. She's oh. <laughs> raping his asshole while he's asking this question. Like what the fuck? I mean. <laughs> Oh, he sounds very different than the other man I heard. <laughs> it's a little higher octave there. I guess sometimes you know. we experiment and play with uh, water sports. You know, not everybody's into that. But uh, I, I explain I, to my listeners what water sports are. Uh, water sports I think is uh, urination. Yeah. Um, and uh, after this instance with uh, Matt from Tinder, we came back to our house and. Uh, Wait, no, 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 it is Matt from Tinder, no, no, Bibble, no, 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 it's Matt Matt from Tinder, are you kidding me? you too, Matt. No, no, wait, no, this is the guy he said, this is the guy he talked about in the article, so it's the same bitch he slutted out even back then, dude. Oh, no. Did Matt from Tinder fuck both of them, but he he fucked old dude's girl and him? Well, a guy who claimed he was Matt from Tinder tagged me on Twitter and said that Jack offered him a blowjob, but he turned it down. He kept trying to suck his dick, but he turned it down. Now, again, I can't, I don't know if, I can't uh, authenticate whether or not that's the actual Matt from Tinder, but he said he was over on Twitter, so I'm not sure. But what, what we were talking about last week, we were trying to figure out, is this woman that he's with now the same one 
that he was, you know, talking about slutting out in his cuck article. Well, turns out, yes, it is. No. Yes. Experiment and play with uh, water sports. You know, not everybody's into that. But uh, I, I explain I, to my listeners what water sports are. Uh, water sports is uh, urination. Yeah. Um, and uh, after this instance with uh, Matt from Tinder, we came back to our, our house and uh, on the front steps of the house, I had Wait, she pissed. Oh no, Bibble. Her blow me. Uh, right here in the in the neighborhood. It was late, so I, I wasn't going to run into the neighbors. He sounds very gay in this one. Gay as fuck. And then, uh, you know, I peed all over her face and her body and, and her mouth right there on the front steps. Yep. So he sent out his girl to get slotted out. By his own telling, he brought her back to the house and pissed all over her. All over her face and her body right there. Right there. Pissed it's on, on your on front, front porch. of her house. Front of the and house. You gotta pistol. walk through the house and f- with piss all over you. Are you guys playing off the yard? That was my first thought. I was like, God, this would be hell to clean up. I'm gonna get the hose out like with a dog. Fucking <laughs> stand right there. What the fuck? You spray it off before you come inside. Oh, and, uh, it, shit. It, it, you know, the, the sexual charge that comes from knowing that she just fucked somebody else was is really intense. Right. And, and then peeing on her is kind of claiming her back and humiliating her for it all at the same time, which is part of that. Oh, wait. She, maybe this is a different person. Shinshan256B uh, sent $5 Matt from Tinder fucked Jack's girlfriend while Jack was bouncing on a dildo and bing bing wahooing. Then Matt finished and pissed all over Jack and his girlfriend. Before leaving, he shit on the living room carpet. $3. Remember chat. God hate. Now, wait a minute. Do you think if we sent Jack that message, he would stop being a You know, since he is a conservative influencer and all that. You think he would change his ways if he knew God hates his filth? I don't think he's a big believer. All right, now... The, the sexual charge that comes from knowing that she just fucked somebody else was is really intense. Right, and, and then peeing on her is kind of claiming her back and humiliating her for it all at the same time, which is part of that kink. So, what? Yeah, it yeah. absolutely yeah. is. And and frankly, we we what we don't really do water sports that often, but the, it's the times where she's she's come back from fucking somebody else or. So this is so he's talking. I guess he's on somebody else's the show. Times. The times she's come back from fucking somebody else. So she's done this multiple times? Oh, yeah. He slaughtered out all the time if you, if you read the article for sure. Holy shit. So, again, I guess he's talking to somebody else on this show. I don't know. I don't know what's going on here. Which is part of that kink, so. Yeah, yeah it yeah. absolutely is. And, and frankly, we, we don't really do water sports that often, but the, it's the times where she's, she's come back from fucking somebody else or, or we've had a threesome or whatnot. That's when I'm most into it. And it's absolutely right. It's about marking her again, resubmitting her again, uh, you know, reclaiming her, reconfirming her position and reestablishing the power. Why not just not go have her get fucked by somebody else? And and not only does it get me you wouldn't have to piss on her. like excited. It's getting me a little hard right now, actually. Mm-hmm, uh, I bet. Uh, but it's it, okay. I'm it, really wet too. So it, 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 it 
it charges me creatively too. I mean, I've been able, it just unleashed a torrent of writing and posts for me. Um, and it, this it, is establishment conservatism, by the way, but also my chat said, just to remind you, yes, this is your brain on CPAC. Writing this is what we're conserving for me. Um, and it, it really just brought a lot of energy. <laughs> and I'm, and uh, my probably my uh, that was a slow burn. Just yeah, <laughs> fucking out how true it is. Dominic has spent three dollars. Someone needs to tell Jack that you don't need to be in a relationship with a woman to piss on her. Don't masturbate that often, but when I do, uh, it, it usually involves some other guy fucking her. No! You know, um, what the fuck? Oh no! This. Jesus Christ, man! Can we? I, I think we need to hear that again for posterity. But boy, that was the worst part of the whole clip, believe it or not, which is hard to imagine. But uh, I probably my go-to masturbation fantasy. I don't masturbate that often, but when I do, uh, it, it usually involves some other guy fucking her. This is his go-to. Some other guy fucking her. His go-to. This thing's wow. all trusty standby. <laughs> <laughs> That's what hits the spot. Like a comfortable pair of slippers, you know what I mean? Uh, it's not a young Cindy Crawford, his go-to. <laughs> exactly. Some not some other guy. Boyhood fucking... fantasy. No, no, no. <laughs> Why? Why? <laughs> That's his fantasy. Holy shit, man. Depressing. At no point, not during the show, not before the show, not at any point in the entire time that I have known Jack, has it been told to me that A, this topic existed and this article in question existed, and B, that it was something that was off limits that we couldn't talk about. That was not stipulated. That was not brought up to any of us, not to me, not to Elijah, not to Brandon. This was not something that any of us knew about. So when these questions started cropping up, this was all new information to me. Jack said on Tim Pool that he made it very clear that he didn't want to talk about the article in question and that he made that expressly. Go. Joey Jojo sent $500, sent $3. This is what conservative Republicans have stooped to just to not be called racist. And they get called racist anyway. That's true. <laughs> Fucking love that name. And, uh, <laughs> sent 500. Yeah. clear to us, and we brought it up anyway. Here's the clip of him saying that. A lot of the, a lot of the people, a lot of the super chats we got about you know the the Sydney Elijah thing are yeah. people genuinely being like, I don't understand what that was. What happened? What happened with with Sydney? Yeah, they were like, what happened with that? What happened? But we we addressed it. Well, yeah, it, you know when the uh, we addressed it. Look at Tim Pool trying to run. man. He's desperately trying to sweep this under the rug. The, people clipped it where all they see is me me saying, you know, cursing at her. But they didn't see the whole thing where I was like... Kiosquin sent $3. The upside to all these revelations about Jack Murphy's sex life is the fact he will become a headliner for Shit, the next he might be TV the next USA chairman, event. actually, Charlie Kirk. I don't know. He might be too old for that. But. Like, let's not talk about that after I've addressed it. And then she brought it up again. However, this was not said to us at any point during the You Are Here episode. Here is a clip of that for you. Because you guys are the advertisers. That's why we try to get through all of these and read all your all right, comments. I got a few Even more. if you're trapping me. No, I want to read this one first. Because I started it, and I'm going to finish where I started. Anamorphosis says, Elijah, and I'm, I apologize for this in advance, Jack. Uh, oh, asked boy. Murphy about the article he wrote about literally cuckolding his wife. I wish I was joking. True alpha. Wow. 
True Alpha. This face. She, she is. Wow. Wow. You went there with that. <laughs> I love that face. That's a great. It's perfect. That's a way. great face. I want to freeze it on True I, Alpha. I wish I was joking. True Alpha. Wow. True. <laughs> she's a sassy girl she, uh, she's got some <laughs> she's got some moxie. I like her true alpha and then the freeze like it's on a soap opera or something shin 256b sent $3 the absolute levels of degeneracy my god I am not eating the fucking bugs <laughs> I am not living in the concrete box Preach. I am not going to let people fuck my girlfriend. Say I am it. not sticking dildos in my butt. Fuck no. off grifting modern day conservatives. Thank you, sir. It had to be said. Righty tighty 91 cent 10 trillion dollars sent 3 dollars. Good evening, gentlemen. This Jack Murphy guy glows. Seems like he was just out in mainstream to be took down and make it look hypocritical. Wait, what I was think that? he was just a grifter. Yeah, he just got busted. What did he think? He, Bibble, I talked about this earlier. He was a public figure doing this on the low. There's no way that's not coming out. What did he I, I'm surprised it took this long. <laughs> Me too. I literally am. And did he not have any haters at all? Oh, uh, that's, that's another shit. thing. How long did they have it? I don't know. Maybe they just found it. You know what? That's the other thing that's crazy. Maybe if he had been a little more chill, this might have not been discovered. But even so, dude... Man, this thing was going to get discovered eventually anyway. Like, this guy was playing with fire. Holy shit. Oh, wow, you it's went insane. there with that. <laughs> uh, I have absolutely no comment on that other than to say that whatever people's perception is about that, it's 180 degrees wrong. And it has nothing to do with people think what, they, what they're thinking it to be today. Are we talking about sex right now? Well, you're right. It was not unbelievably so, Bibble. It was not nearly as depraved as we thought it to be. Last week, it was one th I mean, it was bad enough. Don't get me wrong. But now it's like, where does it end? Do you not cook for vegans? I totally thought it's you were. He said it was the last one. He said it was, this is the last wash. So, so yes, yeah, final washing. Pot sticker sent $3. Jack should have used the J.O. defense and just said it was all a big oh, troll. No you way. get a chicken and you hold it. And no, you love it. I just blanked and out for you, a second. You make more chickens. I just blanked out for a second. I'm, I'm, so, I support you having chickens. We I don't have kink chickens. shame. I like chickens. If you have a hen house, that's great. That's uh, you should. You should have your own eggs. Great. We don't kink great, shame. Great for protein. You are here does not kink shame. I want to bring that out that we do not kink shame. If you're like, if you don't want to have, if you hate women, don't want to have any sex at all. That's your lifestyle. Or if you're a nude model, that's your lifestyle. You can, in fact, he's be gonna snitch on you for smoking weed at the camp and stuff. Is that <laughs> don't say that. That's he's a said. guest. I apologize. That's what she said earlier, right? Like, he <laughs> smells the weed smoke, and he's just like, he's the first one to tell you. It's like <laughs> to get brownie points, you know. Yeah, with the camp counselors. You know, when you try and go over to like the girls' fucking summer camp or whatever that's across the lake. He's sitting over there with his notepad. Yeah. I'm gonna tell the camp. Counselor, I'm gonna go tell Ricky. Fuck you and Ricky. You wanna suck his dick anyways? You little fucker, get the fuck out of here. You wanna across that fucking lake, fast as a motherfucker. Get my dick wet before you can tell on me. 
I want to be back in my fucking bed, comfy as fuck. <laughs> I don't, I don't know where this is coming from. I'm sorry. <laughs> don't power level too much. All right, Trans let's go. Elijah, Ellie Schaefer. You want to breed? You want to have sex with my ankles? Maybe. Kez might allow it. Something to note here too is that Elijah and I read all of our super chats. It's the one thing that we do on the show. I used to do that. <laughs> I think it makes a lot of- I don't have a YouTube channel anymore. <laughs> a lot of our viewers really happy. Uh, I really get a laugh out of reading them, and we read all of them, even if they're mean, even if they're funny, even if. By the they're- way, you weren't here last night for the cog thing. I f- almost feel like we had to bring a little bit of that up here. Today. Very loving and kind, uh, because at the end of the day, I mean, we like engaging with the audience, and so anybody who comes on the show should know in some capacity that we will be reading the Super Chats. Now, Jack makes mention in the Tim Pool episode that he highlighted to me that I should be reading ahead or reading the Super Chats before I read them out loud. Now, again... uh Further right than Alex Jones sent $3, these disgusting grifter Jews are always uh, screwing over the right wing. Come on. He went from to a leader of right wing... Alright, thank you. Thank you. Did you say that right twice, by the way? Three... Thank you. Can we please? I understand your points, sir. Your vitriol, I understand. But... Uh, if he was saying that in reference to the fact that he wanted me to avoid super chats about this article and about cucking, then that wasn't made clear to me. That, that was not something that I picked up on at the time. That was not something that I knew he wanted me to do. I'm not a mind reader. I also want to highlight, too, that you guys are sneaky, and the way that you often get me to say really messed up stuff is... That wasn't very sneaky, Bibble. That pretty much... No, no. There was no snakes of that involved. It just said you... Directly you, said cucking, yeah. Yeah, you wrote a huge article about your wife being a cuck. Or By you, right... Whatever, being a cuck for your... Whatever. Cucking your wife. Cucking your wife. Cucking to your wife? I don't know. In a way being that a when it's read phonetically sounds like something totally different. So I will actually note that... Because the super chats and comments on YouTube do restrict some words, um, the way that some of these super chats were written and spelled was not immediately clear to me as I was reading them. Now you can argue that's because I am a giant dum dum, and you might be correct. I don't know. Further right than Alex Jones sent three dollars. What sneaky is changing your name from Goldman to Murphy? Well. <laughs> That's a little sneaky. By the way, you know what? Now, Dawson's coming on here. I need to send him the link here in a minute, too, to talk Civil War, believe it or not. That's our segue for tonight. Uh, now, before I do, though, and we'll probably talk more. Which one, the first or the second? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I will play. I see he just sent me a commercial for his calendar. I will play that today. But I thought, you know, we talked about this last night. I don't know if you saw it. Maybe not. What's numbers in the view? I kind of wanted to go through this a little bit, too. I don't know if we have a... We'll just play a little bit. But yeah, just, I mean, again, that's, I don't think that has... Let me... Uh, geez, this is intro. Okay. Let's see. Live chat isn't on the screen. Let me try and fix that for you, because it's a fucking connection, and I don't know. All right? Um... So I've just been on the phone with the missus. I say the missus. Further right than Alex Jones sent $3. I saw Civil War and I got on here as fast as I could. This is right up my alley. Yeah, buddy. Thank you. I, um, so I've just been on the phone with the missus. I say the missus. Me and Thieves are breaking up. These two stories go together, brother. Nope. They're breaking up. 
I can't explain to you why, because I don't get it. But, oh, no. Right? I don't get it, but I, I don't know. I don't think I've done anything wrong. As far as I know, we haven't. It's all on her. Mm. So recently I found out that, and I'm just going to be honest with you, recently I found out that she'd sent some provocative images to a colleague at work who has a wife and kids. And I'm not going to lie, when I found out, I went a little bit scorched earth and I contacted a job and all this sort of shit. Uh So the other day when I had a crash, we were in a car crash two days ago, she was driving, she was also intoxicated and I didn't know this. So I obviously came home with her phone and Chaos Acolyte sent $3 villains. Jack shrieked, dissemble no more. I admit the deed. Cheer up the pranks. Here, here. It is the buzzing of his hideous black dildo. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Further right than Alex Jones sent three dollars. Of course, she was driving when you crashed. <laughs> oh my God! Where is the? I wanted to play that again. If I could find the the power chat uh, dashboard here. Here it goes. Chaos acolyte sent three dollars. Villains. Jack shrieked, dissemble no more. I admit the deed. Tear up the planks. Here, here. It is the buzzing of his hideous black dildo. Felt a little bit untrustworthy and decided to look through a phone and found out that she'd been doing this, right? She then gets back from the police station like everything's normal, obviously. She actually got back and didn't get convicted. The reason why is because the, the airbag in the back seat went off and the protocol is that you get sent to hospital first. So she went to hospital between her breathalyzer at the, you know, mm. the breath test at the roadside and the breath test that she didn't have we until get it, about maybe three, four hours later after she'd been to the hospital. So lucky for her, she would have... Cock put out a new by song, then, by the way. So she's this. not going to get convicted. I'm not kidding. Okay. Her job doesn't give a shit about anything either. They don't give a fuck if she's had an inappropriate relationship with someone at work and stuff like that and all this sort of shit now you've got to recognize that there is a part of me that looks at it and the images aren't ridiculous like there's no actual tits there's none of this sort of stuff it's just clearly provocative okay so and I've, and it's one of those things is you, you you look at the life that you've got together and you think we've got a place together we've got some fucking animals together and you try your best to fight for it like any other fucking person would right by the way this was christmas day but i just want to fill you in and so I've said to her, I'll try and put all this in the past and stuff like that and try and give her... Because you've got to understand, when me and her first got together, we got together after breaking up initially. Now, what do you say? You know, take cog out. You don't have to on that necessarily. But you catch your woman sending photographs surreptitiously without your knowledge. Provocative photographs. Now, he goes on at great length to explain that these are not nude photographs. But well, these are not nude photographs in any way whatsoever. No. Oh. So it's just her in her underwear. She's not nude. <laughs> She's not nude. Just her bare back, apparently, on one. And then we didn't get the other descriptor. But uh... wait, her bare back. <laughs> her not the only bare, bare back she's she familiar with. But yeah. Um, I don't know. Did, did it? Was there anything on her back? <laughs> A little skeet skeet action? I mean, I, I don't know. I'm just saying, if he grabbed her phone 
and took the picture of the skeet skeet on her back and said, send that to me later. Oh, skeet, skeet, skeet. And as far I'm as I know, saying. I proved that to her that I did want to be with her. But she obviously has proved very obviously that she doesn't want to be with me. Um, so Yeah, I think so. Yeah, like I say, we... Also, it comes out here in a minute. I don't know how long I'll play, but it comes out here in a minute. She went to... She went to work and said, fuck you, cog. Basically, she was, like, working on shit, and then all of a sudden she went to work and said, fuck you, bitch. I'm not fucking with you anymore. I'm not coming back. Then he did this stream. We've, uh, we've, we've basically broken <laughs> off. Just and he also those. talks about possibly being homeless because he was in council housing. <laughs> he was in council housing in uh, Manchester, and he moved to whatever he is now, uh, and he owes more rent than he's able to pay. Things where I decided to just leave the ball in her court, and I know I should have made the decision immediately just to be like, "Fuck this bitch, leave this, what the fuck, and all this." Further stuff. right, then yeah. Alex Jones sent three yeah, dollars when right. Jax Goldman's wife sends nude photographs. Jack chokes the chicken and runs stumbling on his undies to write a blog about it. But then I've spoken to a mom and a fucking mom's boyfriend, and the way that they told me to try and work it out with her and shit, and just like you know, things happen, but you can work through stuff. And her mom's boyfriend. What, her mom he, and her, he talked to her mom and her mom's boyfriend about this. Holy shit. Was this in person that he talked to him or over the phone? Well, it doesn't matter. I hope it was over the phone, but how would he have talked to them both? Did they First pass off, the phone? does he know anything about women? This is the exact wrong thing all the way around. Yeah, why Bimble. the fuck would you talk to their their? Wait, is her mom going to snap her in line? What do you mean? You're consulting with the adults? <laughs> like, wh wh what is this, Bimble? You know what I'm saying? Like, any, like, I don't know, any woman I've ever known would resent that to, straight to hell. Like, I, I don't think you'd ever get over that. Yeah. Also, if they're comfortable <laughs> enough to talk with you about this, I don't, I don't know, man. I think they should hate you a little bit. Right? Like, yeah. I don't know, man. I wouldn't be trying to talk to them anyway. Like, what the no, fuck? No, that's none of their business. Like, talk to your friends or somebody. Well, yeah. he can't talk to his friends. Every time he does, he gets fucking leaked because he's talking over Discord to people instead of calling somebody up that he fucking knows, man. Holy Dude, shit. I don't know, man. It's just... You listen to people and take advice and you think, hey, I'll, I'll, you know what, let's try and work on this and you try and be nice about the situation. But then simultaneously, apparently, her mom has been telling her, well, at least you've not got kids and you can move back in with me. Oh, so she was telling her one thing and you another. Yeah, that's right, because it's her daughter. She don't give a fuck about you, Cog, you moron. <laughs> the fuck? Idiot. You idiot? Of course she's saying whatever to you. You're some <laughs> fucking chav idiot. What the fuck? She don't give a fuck about you. You tried to get her daughter fired. Yeah, her mom's <laughs> yeah. really going to take your side. Oh, yeah. Her she's... mom stabbed you in the back. Another in the long list of people you trusted. Her mom. <laughs> you fucking idiot. What a dumb fuck. I can't get over this. Holy Boy. shit. I listened to her mom, and she was telling me one thing and her another. Yeah, no shit. That's her kid. So she 1,000 might... watching live right now. Let's go. Be moving back in with a mom. I know it's Christmas Day, right? And this is just the shittiest Christmas. I've not even had a Christmas dinner today because yesterday I went down to a fucking parents' actually, house almost. to try and spend time with the family. My fucking god, am I fucking retarded? Just oh no, wait! I didn't even catch this last night. He went down. He went to her parents' house to try to spend time with her family, and this got dropped that day. Probably because they didn't oh, want you around, wait. Cog. Oh, dude. Holy shit. This guy, even, I didn't even catch this last night. Fucking parents' house to try and spend time with a family. My fucking God, am I fucking retarded? Just to try and sort yes. stuff out and try and act like things are normal, which is just not correct. And I'm, you know, let me just go through these because obviously Gun Foxy sent this through before for five. That's all fire. I'm here. She doesn't turn up to the show anymore, obviously. And, uh, yeah, like I say, from her point of view, she just, uh, 
she just she just like i say she doesn't see this ever working out in the future and she's not wrong really like do you know what i mean it's not gonna okay, work then why are we doing this all right hold on, let's see i want to get the part where he's crying and then we'll play a song that i heard last night i haven't oh, heard God. it he put out a song it's called help i'm not kidding that's it Tell i'm me not that kidding that's totally fine it's just yeah, that's good. That's good. all that sort of shit and she just doesn't want to be with me that's depression where you go and fucking cut your back a little bit as you would be heartbroken right oh no I mean, oh. why would you tell anyone this? That's what I why said last night. Why would you say this? To, why would Don't you say this out loud? These words. Don't you say it out loud? Five, six be sent three dollars. I figured it out. Cog the Christmas. Why cup. does Cog confess on a live stream? Why did Jack Jew man keep the butt eating dildo writing porn up online? They love the humiliation. I bet you Cog and Jack are in a motel doing the sixty nine for sixty nine with the humiliation. People want to jump in and talk. <laughs> Uh, at least, at least it's not over getting a hundred k subs, right? I'm saying at least he's not crying. Like Monday, Monday, Matt was much more respectable for crying for that. Actually, that might be the only good thing you'll ever hear me say about him. Uh, but crying over hundred k subs, which we made fun of endlessly, of course. Um, versus crying and you know you just revealed that your whole life got nuked because you're a cuck. Like I, because you're a fucking <laughs> idiot and a cuck. Yeah, right. Well, really, it's the idiot worm. part. No yeah. wonder she doesn't fucking She doesn't respect him, Bibble. She doesn't have any respect for him as a man. He goes around <laughs> trying to talk to her mom, pulling that fucking card. No woman's going to respect that. Are you fucking kidding me? And call her job and get her fired over yeah. fucking... Women, can we please... Women listen to the show, can you please chime in in the Pretty chat? Like, like this Alex is a no-go. $3 the devil loves to humiliate those that sell their soul. <laughs> think about that, but... <sighs> Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. What the fuck is Cog thinking? So when I say to you guys, sent three dollars hello Ralph of the Ralph retort hello, it's your Gersh, pound Gersh. I hope you are doing good. I am doing well these days. <laughs> On day two of the Ching Chong cough and am feeling just fine. The China virus cannot touch the racist incels. We are too powerful. <laughs> Power level too high. <laughs> A Christmas dinner today, you can probably understand why I've not uh, even I wouldn't have eaten it even if it was in front of me. No. You know what? Okay, now again, go he watch last. He can't even eat. There's much, much, much more. By the way, uh, literally <laughs> like forty straight minutes of that. I'm not kidding. <laughs> Holy shit! The most kidding. cringiest thing. Oh my god! It's, I'm starting to believe there is some kind of humiliation fetish, or maybe he like, maybe he needs the money and he made a lot of money whenever he puked all over himself, and he's like, well, I can't just puke on myself well, again. It'll, it'll be too obvious what I'm doing. I know. I know. I need to tell everybody I'm a fucking spineless cuck. Well, I said this last night, and I was like, dude, we haven't talked about cog. I don't even know. Like a year, seriously, or more. Maybe since the cuck shit. And I was like, dude, did he do this on purpose? Like, did he know we would talk about it? Like, we would have to talk about it. I mean, there's no way I wouldn't. <laughs> Is that why he aired this out? Like, I don't know. It's kind of weird. Uh, now here goes his song. Oh boy, he put this out yesterday. Well, let me just say this, and I because I know what these motherfuckers are gonna say. Oh, he lived with her, you know, and that's why he can't pay the rent now. Is because she was paying half the rent, so that's why he tried to make it work. No, no, that's not what you do. If you're stuck living with a girl and you can't make the rent, first off, hopefully you got a friend that you can crash with. Yeah, but then what you do. Is you just say, all right, well, fuck it. I'm just going to go get my dick sucked. 
I'm gonna, you know, so you can play this game. Right. I'm gonna go fuck around a little bit. Go get somebody and, else in there. If it's a nice place, you can probably get another bitch well, in there. Yeah, <laughs> just be like, I mean, shit, she's gonna go fuck somebody else, so I might as well get my dick sucked. And yeah. Then, yeah. Find somebody else. Find move somebody else in that motherfucker. Definitely don't go full despair. Like, what is this motherfucker don't call doing? Her job. Calling her job. When I heard that, I was like, Bibble, no. I was like, oh no, he didn't call her job. That's the that's the shit a crazy woman does. Yeah. It's literally woman thing. They don't give a fuck. Why would they give a fuck? Maybe if it was like direct subordinate employee, but even then most like, who knows what she does. Like, like just don't give her a fuck. Like, gas like, okay, so she's decided that she don't want to do this shit no more. All right. Well that's fine. So she made her you, decision. Bitch. Let me go make mine. Yeah. Piss on her like Jack Murphy. No, don't do that. No, don't, uh, just don't do that. Don't. Oh my god. It's illegal. All right, now unless she asks for it like Jack Murphy's wife. All right now. He literally put this out yesterday, but I haven't seen it. I just know it's Help by Cog. That's the name. I'm not kidding. This is oh on his channel. God. This is not a fucking satirical video. He posted this. He does music. He fancies himself a musician. He's got 206 views. That's right. Uh, did, did you know on YouTube.com slash Bibble, I have more views on that on uh, than that on my spooky stream that I did? Make sure you go watch that spooky stream. Check that shit yeah. out. This shit right here is spooky, but you'll never get spookier than Bibble Spooky Stream. <laughs> Thank you for letting me get a cheap plug. <laughs> we need all the plugs we can get. Uh, kind of like Jack Murphy and his wife here. Right, what, what in the world is going on with this video? Okay, I'm going to have to turn down a little bit. This shit is loud. Got to collect my thoughts, but they've... Oh, no. No! <laughs> he did not. This can't be. He's not gonna do that. He did not. He did not. Why would you put this out into the uh, public space? I don't. No, man. I, I felt physical pain <laughs> in my body, dude. That was one line, like, and it's when just I like with a stroke. I felt a pain go down both my like, arms and legs. We know exactly where this is headed from that one fucking line. It's it's fucking inexorable oh. where this motherfucker is headed. Right? Got to collect my thoughts, but they've all been scared. Like jigsaw as we dropped to the floor. With no decipherable pattern, with no idea what happened, with no reason to suggest, with no opinion to stressing. Oh my god. I can't believe he willingly put this out. This like this sounds like some <laughs> shit I would rap in a cog imitation accent or some shit. Like this is literally doing my job for me. I, I don't even know <laughs> why am I blessed so much? Like, I don't even understand. Like, I don't get it at all. This is cross with no one gets event with no sense to repent with no new view with no new news. Nothing but use rehash misconstrued polluting with confusion ideas of an ideal life for you. And there's nothing you can do with no real money with no real dreams. Lots of prospects and the need to achieve. Learn new traits, gain new mates, make new decisions, make new mistakes, gain new hindsight, one less blindside. That's what I like and that's what life's like. I'm the best at the best of times and you'll find life ain't kind. It's just a long time. Life is short. It's a long to see you. So get clued up if you plan to go through. Stay true. To By the way, this is terrible. Uh, can I just say, from a, a rap analysis standpoint, um, 
starts off it's garbage all the way through, but at least you can <laughs> at least you can understand what he's saying at the beginning. Now he's just like just throwing all jibber jabber words together. You really can't with his thick ass accent understand what the fuck he's saying. Man, anyway. it's just a long time. Life is short. It's a long see you do. So get clued up if you plan to go through. Stay true to you. You may get confused. Always dependent. Never independent. Monetary system is trapped all men. Time you spend is more cash you spend. A monetary system. Shinshan two five six be sent three dollars. I assume Dawson is coming on later. later he is busy at the moment minutes. satisfying Jack's wife and finishing by <laughs> pissing in Jack's dog's water bowl. All while calling him a filthy Jew. <laughs> no! Always dependent, never independent. That's what he said. That's what he said. That's what he just said. Yeah. Always dependent, never independent. Look, the background, by the way, podcast can't see this, but it's just help. Literally, in giant letters, static background. Fortunately, friend, get used to this foolish way. Is Kyle going to kill himself? When you're alive inside, takes a pride of being an intelligent form of life. Like, I mean, can we help this guy? Like, Further right than Alex Jones sent $3. Uh, Why are you torturing us with this garbage? Ask he made me do it. You know what you did. You know what you did. Take your medicine. Exactly. This is your punishment. Some more cog. Like an abscess, rich men relax on a margin of fractions. Revolutions need actions, and nobody's acting, and there's no point asking. It's not gonna change. They set the stage, feeling the ranges. I work and slave for that minimum wage. But leave me to dwell. I'm lost in a hell that I felt. Nowadays I can tell when I'm depressed. So at home, I had to sit back and yell. And my defense is yeah, they fell. I've been turned senseless by a spell. It's messing havoc with myself. I don't feel well. I take the L. I need help. <laughs> You need help. Further right That's than true. Alex Jones sent $3. I hope the end of this is a gunshot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you need help. That's for sure. That's for sure. All right, let me send uh, Dawson the link. Let's see. Here goes the link. Yes, we can play that. Can play that. Oh, shit. Let's see. Maybe, like, jump on and, like, what? Out of 10? Out of 10 minutes. Sounds pretty good. But, well, you talked about your streams. Can you talk about your streams for, like, yeah, I five can. minutes I think I or less while I go downstairs? <laughs> let me Probably tell. less, to be honest with you, but go ahead and talk yeah, about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just let me know. Uh, let me tell you, boys, if you've not seen a Bibble Spooky stream, you need to go over to YouTube.com slash Bibble, and there you'll be able to find the MK Ultra Charles Manson Spooky stream, where I definitively... Link Charles Manson to the MK Ultra Project uh, using some research done by a guy that wrote a nice book called Chaos. So make sure you you read that as well. Hopefully he won't uh, sue me uh, for for doing that, but uh, we'll see what happens. But it's great. You should definitely check it out. You can go over to youtube.com slash bibble. Uh, yeah, Manson was absolutely some kind of operative, whether knowingly or unknowingly, whether witting or unwitting, Manson uh, absolutely played a part in changing the national narrative. We we all heard about uh, Manson and killing people because they were on the LSD and the, the, the end of the hippie flower power age. And a lot of people have said that of course, he was a plant due to that. 
which they they may be right. I mean, that probably was the end goal. Or it might have been something else. You'll just have to go and watch the spooky stream over on youtube.com slash bibble. YouTube.com slash bibble. But no, there's a there's a whole lot of weird stuff around dancing. Uh, around that whole <laughs> around that whole uh, counterculture movement around the, the valley. There's a good book. Here, let me see. I think I have it right here in front of me. Let me check. Oh, no. Further right than Alex Jones sent $3, Manson knew what he was doing, and he was allowed to do it because he did the Fed's role. He was in Epstein. A lot of people say that. But, I mean, the man did years and years in prison. So was he in Epstein? Uh, was he allowed to stay alive for as long as he did uh, because he refused to to narc on people? I mean, was he a con for life? We know he was a con. We know he spent half his, his years in prison uh, at the time. Federal prison. Not st- We're not talking about state bids. We're talking about federal fucking prison, which is probably where they were introduced to him with MKUltra. But uh, he did federal time, lots of it, uh, over half his life at the time of the murders. Um, but yeah, Weird Scenes Inside the Canyons, another good book. It's all about the uh, the hippie movement and how that was really organized by the feds uh, for, for God knows what and all the weird connections that they have there. Um, yeah, you... you You've got to, you've got to, you've got to hear this. You've got. What do we got to hear? YouTube.com slash bibble. <laughs> um, let's see. I learned that one from Ralph. He's like, you just, just fucking say the thing. Keep saying it. Just, just repeat saying. it over and over. That's exactly right. <laughs> over over. Drive it in their brain. Further right than Alex Jones sent three dollars. Epstein was hung the second he became a liability. Manson doesn't need to be whacked. He is so far gone and no one would take him seriously or they just told him, you know what not to talk about, fucker. You know what? I know what you're talking about, and we should talk about it. Ghislaine Maxwell, guilty, five or six counts. Let's see if we can find some mainstream schlop that'll tell us what happened. I mean, I just told you what happened, but, you know, we need those cocksuckers to say it, I guess, before it's official. Here we go. Hopefully she's very happy in her... Um, whatever club fed they put her in. Yeah, I was about to say, it's not even her. They have. She's probably sitting in Tel Aviv right now. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I joke, but, you know, it would, honestly, I it would would that shock anybody listening to this? Elaine Maxwell, the former girlfriend of convicted... Who is pedo- this guy? Jeffrey Epstein has been found guilty of aiding Epstein in his abuse of underage girls. The 12th person panel convicted Maxwell of five of six counts after six days of deliberation. So let's get right to it. Oh, By the way, we SB- need, you know what? We got to find somebody to debate Mr. Girl as well. He was down to come on the show. We need a white nationalist he wanted to debate specifically. White nationalist. Yeah. So I got some work to do. Basically, I'm probably going to have to pay for Wi-Fi on the flight because I need to send some of this shit out. January 3rd is going to be a big one, I guess is what I'm saying. Uh, I'll repeat this. January 3rd, the Free Ralph Festival, 24 hours straight. As soon as I get back off that plane from Las Vegas. This is the last kill stream, by the way. There won't be any more shows this week. No tequila sunrise, no kill stream. We will be macing Chaggett one day in Las Vegas. I think it's going to be on the 1st. 
He really wants me to make it. Are you saying you're not streaming for the rest of the year? That's right. This is the last kill stream of the year. I just, I hate that. I hate it when people say that. I this is the, the only week that they can say that. Effectively. This is the last week. That's right. Yeah. Last week of the year. Uh, now, January 3rd. <laughs> I hate that too. It breaks my heart. Ramsey. <laughs> Further right than Alex Jones sent $3.99% chance she will never be in jail. You think her family and her tribe would allow her to be thrown into the slammer? You know who her family is. She'll probably is. have a mysterious right. illness. Almost odd. Pass away. Quote unquote. Yeah. The Royal We Sent $3 Bibble. If want a serious deep dive into Manson, please go to my friend who has documented the Manson family and knows many of them personally has documented them since the late 1960s. TV clips, parole hearings, everything. Thank you. Hyphen sent $3 Ralph going to jail for the rest of 2021. I don't think so. For the rest of 2021, <laughs> I didn't think about Further that. Further right than I was Alex Jones three dollars. Some schmuck will be in jail under her name, but she won't be. Let's see. Also, I'm emailing Dawson for the rest of 20. Well, it depends on what, how you think of Vegas. That's where I'm going to be. Also, I see General Septic. Hey, man, what's up? I saw you wish to Merry Christmas. Thank you, man. I appreciate that. Over on Cash App, Dollar Sun Sunset Squad. Right, legal contributor. Oh, wait, man, I didn't even fucking finish what I was doing. January 3rd, Free Ralph Festival, 24 hours straight. So the the time set, and we'll, we'll get the rest of them set, but the times that are set so far, Ramsey Paul versus Sticks, 11 a.m. Eastern. Destiny versus Mark Collett, we're finally making that up, 3 p.m. Eastern. Adam Green versus Classical Theist, Classical Theist debut on the Killstream, 10 p.m. Eastern. Now, that's on Christianity and uh, Green's theories and stuff like that. Uh, so that's going to be 10 p.m. Eastern. The Crucible. Um... Is also going to have a show, Stardust and somebody else. They're going to do like a tag team debate, basically. Politically Provoked is going to do a debate on the JQ. We never talked about that. Um, that's going to be on that show. Um, I don't know how that will go, but that's not technically my debate. It's just a part of the show from another promotion. Uh, Night Nation Review, we're going to have him maybe do an abortion debate. I'm not sure. Me versus Pansu on female police, although we may change that. I don't know if I want to do that topic or not. Um, but that was the one we decided on at first. We'll see. Gator versus X on anime. I don't have that set yet either. Uh, Dingo versus Galaxy Jesus. We do have set. America First versus TRS. We want a Pitbull debate. We want the abortion debate that I mentioned. Space, perhaps. I don't know. Flat Earth. I already talked to Flat Earth Boxer. So I'm thinking we'll probably be able to set up something for that quite easily. And then Mr. Girl versus question mark. So, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. I don't know. Twelve debates, maybe, something like that. Jessica Levinson and national correspondent Jerika Duncan, who is outside the federal courthouse in New York City. Jerika. Oh, this is gameplay saying his best kill stream moments of the year, January 6th stream. I do think that, that would be in there for sure. Chauvin verdict. Rittenhouse coverage, Rand meltdown, Chris Chan arrest, 24-hour fuck trovo, Ralph and Andy hear a George Floyd creepy. By the way, link that creepypasta one because somebody sent me the book. By the way, you can't hardly find this book, Bibble. Did you see what they sent me? I saw that, yeah. I went to go uh, buy it, and I couldn't find it anywhere. You can't find volume two. Uh, volume one, apparently you can still find someplace, and it's over there on the other desk. I can't. Volume one, I couldn't find. Really? I couldn't find either of them. 
dude, apparently a lot of people are looking for them because um, they're going to be collectors. I should have fucking bought one. A lot of people tag me. It's like, dude, I can't get that. A shout out to Petty, who was the one who got me that. I found out. It wasn't the author. I guess he bought them. He knew they were. You know, limited wow. quantities or whatever. Uh, I had them sent here to the front dough. So thank you very much, Patty. Appreciate it. I hope you had a Merry Christmas, man. Um, let's see. Just click that link. Man, we sent Dawson the link before, right? Oh, man, I clicked. Man, hold up. Uh-oh. That's my Uh-oh. Phone. I think they got him. Who? The same people who got Manson. You can learn about that more on YouTube.com. <laughs> when the Manson spooky stream talking about. Oh, is that Shin what you're doing? 256 be sent $3. Can't have a pit bull debate if I decide to kill every single pit bull before January Now wait. 3rd. I got a busy Whoa. few days ahead of me. I think you know my stance. I think I know your stance, yeah. You're a pit mommy. Why didn't you tell me? Further right than Alex Jones sent $3 you need to have James Edwards on. James, he is a well-spoken southerner who might be our president after we take care of... Okay, look, just calm down with the rhetoric there, sir. That's the second one you sent in. It's like, dude, why, are you trying to fuck up the Super Chats or what? Like, don't be retarded. I appreciate the support on the show, but also... Don't be retarded. I don't know how many times I have to fucking say this, but people send in dumbass shit, and it's like, okay, what are you trying to get people fucking demonetized and deplatformed? Like, I don't think it's funny. I think it's retarded. That's me saying it on record. I think you're retarded when you send in something like that. It doesn't amuse me. I think you're a dumb fuck. That's what I think. I appreciate the support, nonetheless, for sure, and I think you're misguided. I don't think you're a bad person, obviously, because you're watching my show. Uh, but I think that's fucking dumb. That's really fucking dumb. That's what I think. So, I don't know how much clearer I can say it. You're inside the corner. Go ahead. Further right than Alex Jones sent $3 on retarded. <laughs> the funny thing is Alex Jones has got a clip for you. Because I'm sorry, I'm retarded. <laughs> Big Bad Beard 1000 sent $3 Beardson went off on Spexo the other night because Beardson is Protestant and he was deeply offended by Spexo's Catholic extremist song. They said they are going to talk it out soon. It would be cool to invite them on for the free Ralph show. I mean, I'd be down. I don't know if they're going to do that. Dan Bigfoot sent $3 Tommy Sotomayor versus Mr. Girl or Ghazi. Tommy said he would debate anyone. Yeah, that was suggested, too. I wouldn't call him a white nationalist, though. I see Vince James. <laughs> I was about to say. That probably doesn't qualify. Vince James would. I don't know if he'll be free on the third or not, but I'm going to send him a shout. It's been a minute. Uh, Mr. Dawson, can you hear me? I think. Mr. Dawson, how are oh, you Oh, there he today? goes. It took, a, it took a minute for him to click in. How's it going, man? What's yeah. up? I sat there with the wheel of death after getting the <laughs> wrong link from somebody. Ah, no. You know, I was sitting here talking to him. I was like, wait, what's the problem? Well, it was me. I sent a fucking YouTube link, which... I thought it was me for sure because <laughs> <clears throat> I suck at uh, tech so I'm like, I don't understand this shit. Where am I supposed nah, to Nah, because I remember we had used it a couple times before, especially, and then I was like, wait, we used this before. If it's... Finally, I started thinking it must be an error on my end uh, if it's not working right. So it was. Uh, good to see you, man. Did you have a good Christmas? because you're not drinking enough. That's right. I'm not drunk enough. That's true. I need That's to start right. back on the you bottle. Have that hardcore. comfortable zone. <laughs> <laughs> now, how was your Christmas? You should be drinking today. Today's the day of celebration. 
No, well, Ghislaine Maxwell, we were just playing a clip about that. Now, tell us uh, what happened there. Five out of six counts, she was guilty. That's right. I think it's minimum 12 years, I believe. Man, I'm batting a 1,000 so hard. Like I said, this trial will be four weeks. It was four weeks to the day, and she's in jail for life. And she's still got a perjury charge after this, so she's got to come back and tack on some more time, which is just hilarious because you just get to see her decrepit old ass get, have to get embarrassed in a courtroom again when she's already in there forever. Like, she's 60 years old, so she's going to die in jail. It's going to be tough for the old bag to get out of jail. I, I would agree with that. Oh, she ain't getting out unless she gets Epstein. She, um, she is the kind of person, though, out of just sheer vindictive resentment, will start throwing people under the bus to make her stay a little bit more comfortable. So I bet Prince Andrew's sweating now and Bill Gates and all these fuckers on this map, like, nobody's safe. Well, that's the thing, like, um, you know, I assume probably until the very last moment there, she probably thought maybe there was a chance that she would get off on this. And we saw a lot of the analysis. We talked about it with you last time you were on. There were a lot of people saying, I don't know, man, you know, her team's winning this and maybe she'll walk and da 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 well, well, that's she, not what I said. Well, no, you <laughs> didn't it? say that. No, you're right. You didn't say that. But, I mean, there were mainstream media accounts saying that, though. Like, they're dropping oh, the yeah. ball. They, they thought, you know, okay, they're going over. This, like, uh, fake memory stuff. I, I'm thinking, like, not even New Further Yorkers right are that dumb or corrupt. Like, not even a Yankee would do that. <laughs> Everybody's got a line. She raped kids. She's in prison the rest of her life. Uh, they bingered the whole thing. Like, three of their four witnesses didn't even show up. <laughs> <laughs> and they had this woman on there who had a book titled <clears throat> witness for the defense, not impartial witness, just witness for the defense. Like, Oh, here's a way to, you know, to undermine the credibility of people telling on you. It was, she spent $7 million on that crap. Really? Had like three days <laughs> or something. Holy shit. Seven million. That's as much as she spent on Jeffrey's helicopter. <laughs> Uh, by the way, so again, I don't, I, again, I just heard it was minimum. She's not getting out of jail. Most likely. Like you said, now, what else no, is she five facing? Five or her? six counts of, cause yeah. I'm like, she's in jail the rest of her life. She's already 60. She turned 60 on Christmas day. So, I mean, if even if you get 20 years, whatever, I'm like, you're, you're dead. Like <laughs> That's it. Less time than James Fields. Uh, you know, a guy that ran into a car that ran into another car that hit a communist that was blocking the highway gets 400 and something years in jail. Glenn Maxwell, who's an international rapist and kidnapper and you know, groomer, it's she gets less time than James Field because at least, you know, she raped and all. Actually, she was racist, too, but she belongs to the privileged class. So that's OK. But, you know, you get in a car accident when people are attacking your car and blocking the road. Um, but you're a racist. Then you get 400 years in jail. <laughs> like a literal don't get me wrong. I think racism is stupid, but you shouldn't be, that shouldn't have any bearing on how long you're in jail. You know, the crime is all that should matter. Now, um, we talked about this a little bit last time, but do you think this is going to be, I kind of see this as, all right, now they're going to go, boom, justice has been served, uh, with Ghislaine Maxwell, right? And no need to look too much deeper and continue <clears throat> yeah, witch I mean, hunt. That's true. They they really just limited this thing to like a narrative about a couple of rich perverts that were doing yeah. this to a, a you know half a dozen women or something. 
And that's just not the story. It's not going to get into the Mossad or Israel or any of that. They're never going to explain, oh, yeah, why has he got a passport with a Saudi Arabian address that uh, that's issued from Austria and he lives in the United States? Like, that's weird. And the fact that uh, people were told in the prior trial or prior, yeah, of Jeffrey Epstein in 2008, back off, he's intelligence. And the fact that he's financed by people we know involved in the black market gun running and intelligence rings for Israel, like Les Wexner. I mean, and the Bronfmans, too. I mean, the whole mega group. I mean, you can't even talk about the mega group at all for any of their crimes. And they helped finance the Nexium cult as well. That was Bronfman money. Seagram's liquor it goes all the way back to John McCain and his father and helped cover up USS Liberty. Like that, all that stuff. And I've, I've talked about it. Like, there's like 10 hours of me just. <laughs> going through the, the stuff on there and uh, they're not sure. going to go there. However, there are some goy that could go down uh, and Bill Gates is one of them. Like there's uh, a lot of people on this map. Some of the other co-conspirators like groomers, like Sarah Kellen and stuff, some mid-level midwits that she could take down with her. And we also have the Deutsche Bank uh, trial still to go through from the white collar crimes that Epstein was involved in. We also have, Burnell in prison, and then Peter Nygaard has a hearing on uh, January 6th. That happens to be the day, <laughs> and we'll see what comes of that. And he, he actually overlaps in this ring, too. Both of them saw Prince Andrew, for example, and both of them are using that garment district uh, modeling agencies like MC Squared and all to uh, procure their white meat, for lack of a better term, their yeah, ham sandwiches. We talked about that a little bit last time, modeling agencies, and again, I can think, mm -hmm. I mean, you know, Trump had a modeling agency. Uh, I don't know yep. if you, I don't think I mentioned that last time, but he did have a modeling agency. He had one for teen pageantries, too. Like, he, he did. Yeah. He owned Teen USA, actually. Mm -hmm. um, now. <laughs> and he married several models. <laughs> That's also true. Now, um, we're also here to talk about the Civil War. I brought Butters in. I mean, I figured just casual discussion, kind of Civil War, hmm. mostly Reconstruction, I guess. Uh, but it doesn't really matter where it drifts. Like to. my setup for that? I do. <laughs> I love it there on the background. We're going to play the um, calendar thing here in a minute, too, before we get into this. Uh, but just to do a little reset here uh, before we get into it, we're going to talk a little Civil War. Like I said, mainly Reconstruction, but it doesn't matter. If you have some questions or topics you want to bring up about the Civil War, I don't care what it is. I'm fine with that. Uh, I can start in on Reconstruction. Construction and it can go wherever it goes. Right, but that's kind of how I had it in the, my mind. Uh, exactly. The calendar actually has a lot of Civil War information on it. That's exactly uh, like on the days. Yep. And I'm going to play that before we start because uh, I want to make sure. <laughs> the, the chick on the cover. Yeah. Um, uh, you talked about the. Yeah, go ahead. The battle flag of Northern Virginia. Right. I was going to say, uh, you mentioned <laughs> this last time that it's uh, the calendar. You know, of course, it has the cool pics and hot chicks and all that. Uh, but it's sure. just a fun device, too, because it has these dates. And, you know, you wake up, you go to your calendar, and it has, uh, you know, some of your own fun, creative ones, too. And then, you know, historical moments, Civil War moments, shit like that. I got some great quotes in there too there's one from uh, phil donahue that says you're the fucking antichrist and david cole replying the door opens in <laughs> Just funny, funny stuff but like when stuff when little funny things happen or some neocon died or went to a coma or whatever we made a holiday and uh made sure that this stuff will be remembered and there's a lot of dancing frogs on here from 
well-deserved deaths. <laughs> Every time a Israeli prime minister died, I made sure that's on here. Um, but there's a lot of Confederate history on here too. And, and January's chock full of it because that's Lee's birthday, Jackson's birthday. Um, yeah, and Lee Jackson Day, of course, January 14th. No longer a holiday in Virginia because of Northam, but still celebrated in Texas, Alabama, other places, Lee Jackson Day. Sad because they're both Virginians, yes. and Virginia no longer has it's that still, state holiday. Uh, it, it's still a holiday in Florida. I think it's It is still blocks. a holiday in Florida, yeah, and that's that's not going to change, <laughs> I no, don't think. I don't think. Not, but, not anytime soon. All right, now let me play this. It's the ad. Um, I see some ass there on the screen. Let's play Me slash ANC report. That's our telegram. You can see the um, like that purple picture at the end in the background. It says boycott Israel, and it's got a flashing cactus. <laughs> <laughs> you see that behind your head? I didn't see it now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't see it before. You <laughs> that, that a lot of this stuff. There's of pictures of them like reading Hellstorm with a crop top that's got 88 on it, and like um, you'll see. Like if you get it, it it's. <laughs> Lots of little uh, Easter eggs throughout the whole thing, and a lot of information, all true. A lot of stuff on nine eleven, a lot of stuff on the Civil War, Stinking Lincoln, all that. Got a big celebration for his death anniversary, a recipe for John Wilkes Booth cocktail, all that. So, and there's a QR code that activates January first. It gets even more goodies, interviews with the models, and yep, it never ends. Amazing. All right, now we're going to start up. Let me turn on the Super Chats real quick, and we'll clear some of those out. We're up on killstream.live slash entropy, dollar sign, sunset squad on Cash App. Um, let's see, what else? Killstream.live slash tip, the old standby. Cash Super Chats here on Odyssey, uh, of course, which you can hit up, and also powerchat.live slash the Ralph Retort. If you want to get a TTS in before we get started, because we'll pause it for a little bit and start it back up. So if you want to get that in, go ahead and do it now. Uh, and I'll play them before we start. Now, there's a couple here, though, uh, in the chat. Let's see. Pinochet's Comicopter says, Looks like the creator of the Cuck Simulator game is on Steam is adding Jack Murphy DLC. Oh, boy. I saw that. Everyone's like, <laughs> He also said, We've had training week before. Can we now have Cuck week? I think we're having that now. Um, all right, <laughs> let's see. Quebec says, Hey, I got the calendar from Dawson and my Christmas ornament. Good stuff. Oh, yes. <laughs> I got a Boycott Israel Christmas ornament. <laughs> Very good. All right, now let's see. Here's the power chat. Let's it's got a bell on the back. One's got a tree. One's got a bell. They get randomly whichever one they got. But All right, now let's see <laughs> here. Oh, wait. I did read that. Okay, I'll try to pull up. Some more might be good. Go ahead. Black Phillip sent $3. Ryan, I am going off topic for a second here, but do you believe the COVID theory about how it started at UNC then was released by feds on China? Is this a fringe theory? 
I like the name Black Phillip. That's hilarious. Um, it's it's partially true. Some a lot of the um, gain of function research was done at UNC. Uh, not only UNC, but a lot of that Peter Drozik and others were using UNC Chapel Hill and also sending their findings to Wuhan Institute. So there's that's not a conspiracy. I mean that's a fact. I mean that's not. There's no theory about that. I mean, it's just like uh, it's not limited to that because they had other funds, Echo Health and others from other areas. But, you know, that's where a lot of viral research is done in the U.S. is UNC Chapel Hill for good and bad. All right. Now let's turn this back on. Let's see. Further right than Alex Jones sent three dollars. Why are white men the only ones that say racism is stupid? Every other group understands it, but white people don't get it. I mean, I think the other groups like think racism's dumb even more. (laughs) Like, what do you mean? What I don't understand is why uh, whites seem to be the only self-hating group that when there's racism toward their group, they ignore it. And they're like, oh, well, everyone else is allowed to be racist but us. Like, that's backwards. Racism's stupid. But I don't really see a problem with racism in the United States except towards whites. I mean, institutionally, they're held to different standards than everyone else. And that's fucked up. But you, you do that. If you defend whites, you'll be accused of being a racist to non-whites. And that's not true either. You know, just base it on merit and let it be how it is. If it's mostly one group or another, then, you know, they got their shit together better than the other group. It's not <laughs> on biology, you know, like <laughs> I live in Japan. We have the probably much better infrastructure and everything than the U.S. where I live, like, you know. It's, it's dumb. Like, I don't know why everyone talks about race all the time. Is That started around 2014 or so. It was just not even a thing until Soros made it one. And there is, if you want to know why this kind of divisive language is being used, you got to look at the jar shakers. Because that's who wants uh, to divide the goy and get them fighting with each other. It's just stupid. All right. Now, let's see here. There was an, Now, this is the other one. Oh, man, that's not it. But Big Hefe sent $3. Oh, wait, wrong civil war. Viva Mexico and fuck the Yankees. There we go. <laughs> Further right than Alex Jones sent $3. She's not spending a day in jail. They will throw some poor schmuck in there under her name. She knows too much and her family is straight up Mossad. What do you say about that? Now you got the last part right. Her family's Mossad. She is going to be in jail, though. They're not going to do a body switch or anything. Like these people were expendable anyway. That's why they're in those positions. Is they they are the the front that actually commits the crime. They get the girls. They do the blackmail, the financing, all the people behind the scenes, like Les Wexner and stuff. No, it never gets to them. It never gets to the Israeli state. But if one of their uh, underlings gets caught like Epstein did or Maxwell did, they cut him off and and the media, the Zionist media will not mention any of the Israel connections. They'll just say it's a couple of rich perverts that did it all by themselves. They'll get all the blame and they'll get all the punishment. And if she opens her mouth too much, she will get suicided. Well, there's fall guys for reasons. That's way reason. easier to do than to like put a different woman in her cell and get her out. Like that is not, that's Hollywood stuff. Well, it's also like you said, and I tend to agree. I made a joke earlier, but I tend to agree with what you said, though. 
they're not even worth it. They're in that role for a reason. Mm-hmm. Um, and these aren't top-level guys in the first place. And if they were going to pull some shit like that, it would be for a top-level guy. Um, mm-hmm. Right? Um, I would soon. By the way, I don't think they would even do it for Epstein, but I would soon. I mean, a top guy him, would not right? even get arrested in the first place. Right. Yeah, like, exactly, because that doesn't happen. They can openly commit these crimes. Uh, Michael Steinhardt just got busted with $70 million worth of stolen art that involved 12 different criminal gangs in 11 countries. He just had to return it and no charges. But that's what it's like when you're a, a billionaire. That's what it is. You know, a couple CNN producers have fallen for kitty fiddling. You know, but yeah, the, the ones like behind it, they gave him the money, they gave him the house that um, bribed the police, that helped shield them from local law enforcement, all of that. Nothing. And the ones we know, prime ministers and presidents and royals that have been visiting and participating in this, and their names have been brought up here and there, but none of them are being subpoenaed or anything. None of them are being arrested for sure, right? They're not going to go grab Bill Clinton, Right, they're not going to grab Ahud Barak, no way. But Epstein was, you know, he was just strike two. I mean, he'd already been caught before, got caught again. He was too sloppy. He was dipping in his own supply. He was flaunting. He was a John Gotti type. Like the real mafiosos don't want fame. They just do their thing underground, right? Uh, when you when you pull a Gotti and you want your name and your face on the magazine covers and stuff, you know you end up risen like he did. And Epstein was just a little bit too showbody. So Hollywood producer lifestyle, you know, hobnobbing, dipping in his own supply, like you said. Mm-hmm. He got sloppy. Act like he was a recruiter yeah. for Victoria's Secret. Like any right. Wexner property, he tried to be like, oh yeah, it's me. Like he wanted to be less Wexner, basically. I run all this stuff. Like, no, you manage this stuff for someone else that doesn't want his hands dirty. You you are the middleman that will also fall when it all falls apart. <laughs> and he did. Well, they're middlemen for a reason because they're expendable, right? Like, that's why you right, have middlemen. Why it's designed that way so that you can cut it loose. <laughs> There's <laughs> no other reason to have middlemen. Like, uh, anyway. All right. Now, it's the whole, it's it's mafia type shit, too. Like you said, I mean, there's levels. It is of organized crime. They realized, yeah. organized crime realized a long time ago, if you want to get away with shit, involve the Israelis and the American media, leave it alone. Time and time again, we have seen that. All right, now let me get the rest of these in, and we'll start on reconstruction. I know it's a hard segue, <laughs> uh, but uh, we're going to do it anyway. Go ahead. Further right than Alex Jones sent $3. Why are white men the only ones that say racism is stupid? Every other group understands it, but white people don't get it. Do you send that twice? I don't know if that's the same one. I think similar. I don't know. Here goes another one, though. Singer. Further right than Alex Jones sent $3, so do the big boys ever have to pay the piper here on Earth? The only time they pay the piper is when one of them does something to, when they do stuff to each other. <laughs> like uh, Moshe Katsev got, he was the president of Israel and he ended up in prison convicted of rape yep. uh, because he raped other Chosenites. Like if they, if one of them turns on the other, then you get an, an internal war. Then some of them will have some consequences. But they can pick on the uh, the lower tier all day, every day. Nothing ever happens. I mean, they, they open. They, they, here's the biggest example: they openly stole uranium from the United States to illegally build nuclear weapons in Israel, 
and the shit was falling out of the docks in New York, right? Like, and there's all this missing uranium from Apollo, Pennsylvania. And you got this network busted, red-handed. Every single person just gets pardoned or la-di-da. They would just let them steal the most powerful weapon in the world from the United States. Uh, and then they turned around and sold miniaturization, miniaturization tech and other things to the Soviets, which effectively created the entire Cold War and got away with that. They killed Kennedy and got away with that. Like, there's nothing. They, I, I swear an Israeli prime minister could get on stage and eat a baby, and our media would say that baby was a human shield. He's going to grow up to be a Hamas member and blah, 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 Holocaust. Like, no, they never get. The only the only time they ever get justice besides turning on each other is vigilante justice, when someone just up and knows they did it and goes after themselves. All right, now so. let's double-check. Oh, there is one more. Hold on. Let's see. Oh, a couple minutes. Further right than Alex Jones sent $3 cause call me Mr. Piper. I gotta ask you about Jones now. Fuck. The Royal we sent $3 when I worked in the New York office of Learner New York, a limited company, in the mid-late 90s, when Wexner came to review new marketing campaigns, we had to black out the windows because he thought helicopters would shoot at him. What the fuck? What? Yeah. I've heard things like that before. Um, that sounds legit as fuck, by the way. Wexner is like a legit a tell he's selling. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, because if you look at the mega, like within mega, right? Your Steinharts, your Bronfmans, your Wexner, your all these fuckers. The lowest guy on that chain is Wexner because he's he's the mo- he hires hits. He's had two of his own lawyers murdered. In the 90s, 97, 95, he whacked a couple of his own lawyers. They knew a little <laughs> too much. <laughs> yep, exactly. And um, Maria Farmers talked about this. Allegedly, too. of course. Said, I love you know, Les Wexner. just paranoid. Uh, black helicopters. But I believe that. I've heard a lot with him. He's he's made a lot of prominent people mad, including other uh, criminal, other crime lords. <clears throat> and so. You know, you might be the man, like El Chapo or something, but you still know how many people want you dead. And he he fucked over a lot of people on his way up, you know. And so uh, that guy is very careful about where he is um, because these people were messing with states, right? And when Putin went after the oligarchs uh, and got some of them in prison and a lot of them had to flee the country, all these guys got real worried because suddenly this billionaire class was not untouchable. There was somebody in a country somewhere that would throw them in prison and it would stick. And, you know, so a lot of them go to Canada, the U.S., the U.K., and Israel out of Russia. Nobody's chasing out our billionaire class. Nobody's going after Soros and Wexner and stuff within the United States. But, you know, uh, there are people who would love to get rid of Wexner. But as far as a helicopter shooting through a window, I don't see that as plausible. But I feel like when you are paranoid every day and it's something he would do, uh, then those are the kind of things he thinks about. And I also think he just gets a rise out of, like, making everybody do extra things for him because he's just a control freak. But and that guy and he and both Steinhardt have both been accused of sexually harassing women, too. Uh, Steinhardt's got seven counts of it. And Wexner properties were used to rape girls. 
and, and apparently Mr. Darshowitz, who always has his underwear on. Can you imagine? I'd have PTSD from that. I can't even imagine like a naked Alan Dershowitz period, but much less one of those like one of those goblins like running down the hall with his gut and his, his flappy skin and him. his drool and his yellow teeth and like come here, like ugh. trying to tell you about I the OJ trial and shit. God, yeah. Oh. And, yeah, but he admitted he's like, yeah, I got a massage in a different room in the house, but that woman was of age. Like, oh yeah. Just for you, right? They had a <laughs> special wait. They had a He's special non-pedophile setup for Dershowitz. Wow, right. that's pretty cool. We're gonna get one of age for you, Mister Dershowitz. Like, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, power chats are still going. I'll play in a second. Zero cool. Um, now, real quick uh, before we get into the Civil War, what about Alex Jones? We talked about that earlier today. Um, what about him? I mean, I, I mean, guess there was an he's incident. a fucking serial liar. Like, <laughs> well, there was an incident with the medications. So oh, his uh, his wife. Yeah, isn't he like all anti psychotropics and stuff, right? And then his wife is on psychotropics. He's like, oh yeah, he's on the wrong. She's on the wrong ones, or whatever. Like, thought you didn't even believe in those things. I guess he doesn't run his own household. Now you know what we actually played it. He pretty much said that that's true. Um, they like he copped to that uh, during his during his uh, video earlier that he you know should have done better or whatever. Um, now originally when I first saw it, I thought that they had arrested him. That's how it was being reported on. Reported Means nothing on he did. Like, no, it wasn't. Okay. No, it wasn't. She, yeah. He didn't do. He, no, he didn't you do know, anything. Yeah. As much as I hate the guy for basically turning nine eleven into a retarded tar baby and denying school shootings and talking about earthquake machines and all this other nonsense. He, I don't like that they're going after him for January 6th because he did not encourage violence. He did the opposite. He said, stay out of there. Don't fall for it. You know, these are spooks. These are glowies. And with this domestic violence thing, she did it, not him. He's just being drugged through the news because he's a famous person and it was his wife, right? I don't like that. I still don't like him, but that he should not have to deal with this shit. Like, it's all should be on her if she's the one acting like that. All right, now let's see. Boom, boom, boom. Okay, we got that one. Oh, okay, here's one. The Royal we sent $3 also when I worked at Learn in New York. It was understood that Wexner was gay and only got married to have an heir to his fortune. You ever heard that? Yeah, I've heard I've heard both things. Um, but he's been he's been accused of molesting women, so he's at minimal bisexual. All right, now yeah, I mean, we heard Jack Murphy talking earlier. <laughs> you understand? All right, now. Zero Cool sent $3. Hey, buddy, not fed posting, but is there anything we can do? What's up, man? Is there a political solution? What if we had 100,000 activists who chimped out at the same time? White kill me. Also, should I start a modeling agency? I want some free pussy. <laughs> Thanks, bro. <laughs> All right, hold on, hold on. We'll, we'll replay that one. Let him answer that one first. Go ahead. I mean, my other half was in the modeling business for a while, and it <clears throat> it's there are clean sections of it, and then there's dirty, the real, real dirty sections of it, too. And I thought about my own modeling agency after making these calendars. A lot of people suggested I ought to do that, but I, I got enough on my plate. But for white pills, like a hundred thousand people chimping out won't matter. I mean, you have more than that for the COVID stuff and they just ignore it. Like, yelling at buildings doesn't work. Like you have to affect, and you're not going to like this answer, but you're going to have to affect the parties that are actually in charge, uh, which has happened with like for COVID, for example, again, 
50 of the 50 Republican senators all opposed child mandates for vaccines. Whereas before, there was only one, Rand Paul. Now it's all 50 of them. And that happened because of pressure from below, not doing street protests, but going in actively and talking to the representatives. Now you can say, well, I, I hate both parties, and I agree, but one is a lot worse than the other. And so you're going to have to work with Republicans if you want these changes and at the same time work on either getting better Republicans in there or you know, even more long term, getting a completely different party in there, independents, libertarians or whatever, uh, that are more to your political leanings. But the, this whole tap out, I don't vote, don't matter what I'm like, OK, well, this system's already in place, already exists. And those who don't vote get ruled by those who do. It's not going to go away just because you think it ought to. You're going to have to work with what's actually already here. And that means your representatives and yeah, it's this sucks. There's other non-political solutions too. I mean, I think all politics is predicated on the press. So, like Ralph's show, I used to have a show. <laughs> like these things are growing slowly. We're this sort of dark corner of the internet, and the information gets out. And so that's how, you, like Harvey Weinstein, ended up in prison. That never happened. These Hollywood moguls have been raping women their whole life. He's in jail. Right. Uh, there's still the Deutsche Bank case with Epstein, which could drop a lot of names. We got Glenn Maxwell could start squealing also. So that's another potential white pill. Burnell's in jail. Nygaard's in jail. Um, one of the Bronfman's is in prison. His daughter, both of them, actually, you know, that is, you know, you could say, well, look at all the people who aren't. But at least we had a partial victory here. Um, three of the top. Epstein rings, Epstein, Burnell, and Maxwell all got busted and put in prison. That's, that's way better than before. At least some of them are getting some punishment, right? Uh, but you got to climb up the chain. Now, if you want to, like this thing behind me, you want to get all those names, you have to have constant media pressure that this doesn't die with her trial done and sealed up. The press will try to do that. But I think more and more people are distrusting the the mass media and it's kind of dovetailing from several different issues. Maybe somebody's an anti COVID person, somebody's a anti open borders person and, you know, or, or it's, you know, Israel Palestine or whatever. They see the open fucking bias in the media. Like Israel bombed Syria yesterday. Can you, it's not on the news at all. Could you imagine if Syria had sent an air force in and attacked Israel? Oh, fucking you know it would be all over the news on every single network but they did that and there's not a peep normal people are starting to see that like if you tell them hey do you know israel bombed syria yesterday no they look it up they see it huh how come that wasn't in the news it's like yeah and all these zionist media deniers like they have no response to that because they know it's true our, our media is filtered it is completely Zog. That is the parasite that we have to get rid of. If we want to fix anything in politics, we have to fix the media first, which was the point I wanted to make when Dave Smith and Flintes were arguing, which was like watching the Special Olympics because you have an anarchist versus like an ethno-fascist. And I'm like, okay, the state sucks. Why does the state suck? Why do the police suck? I don't have a problem with cops in Japan at all. Cause they don't act like police in America because they have police academies. They're not trained by the Israelis. You know, it's just, we don't have the same amount of filth on TV and stuff either. But you know, if you don't fix the media, 
you really can't start with like just vote in the right people because they are unelectable without the press. We had the right people. We had a Ron Paul good on everything. And the press just smeared him by saying racist newsletters or whatever. Um, we had pretty good people like Tulsi Gabbard and she wasn't even allowed to participate in the debates. The press decides who you get to hear and not hear. So you cannot fuck with government until you fix the media. And the biggest way of fixing new media is competition. Alternative media by its sheer existence forces the mainstream media to dial it back a bit and come toward, you know, this part of the window. Uh, and there are some pundits, you know, like what Tucker's done to Fox, all the other Jesse Waters, Gutfield, Ingram are sounding more and more like Tucker because he has the highest rated show. And Tucker got flipped because one of his children was a big Ron Paul fan and just started giving him the information. It's it's that quick. I mean, look at the flips of like someone like Ann Coulter, who used to be a complete neocon lunatic, is now like a reasonable one. <laughs> you know? So True. you can affect people. And she got flipped by Justin Romando. She started reading his pieces on Tacky and, you know, got red pilled. We have to keep pushing with the press. That's why I think like fighting censorship is the issue. Because if we're not allowed to talk, and there aren't that many influencers really that do this shit. I mean, there's a few dozen of us, but it has a huge impact because once someone knows, you can't put the genie back in the bottle. So I would say if you really, really want to affect politics, you have to support alt tech and support things like Entropy and Odyssey. Because if they take off, they're done because the, the, all this power, it's not banks. That's part of it. It's the press. Controlling the press is the most powerful weapon, which Ralph and I are trying to strip away from people. <laughs> Excellent point, I have to say. And why do you think Bezos, for instance, went and bought the Washington Post? Uh, and they buy these media outlets. Right the fuck? I mean, they're dead on. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? If you're looking to make money, you wouldn't buy the. If you're a billionaire and you're looking to make money, right? right? You wouldn't no, buy the Washington Post. It's a fucking loser, you know what I mean, in terms of making cash. But it's a For goddamn sure. fucking surefire winner in terms yeah, of influencing YouTube, the conversation. Yeah, they don't, they don't care. It's right, they exactly. They want to control the narrative. They want exactly. to control the narrative, and it's a lost leader for their whole business, right? It's part of their whole ecosystem. They don't even care about the money loss. And I'll uh, tell you how this all started. Go ahead. Lincoln, the first person to shut down 300 newspapers what? in the United States and kill the free press, right, and take over the media for himself oh, was stinking Lincoln. Like that segue. I love that segue. That's that's maybe the best in kill stream history, actually. At this point. <laughs> now, go further, though. What about old Lincoln? How did it go? How does it go back to old Abe? Honest Abe, that's what they call him. Uh, the oh, I know. That's the public school indoctrination propaganda, Honest Abe. Honest Abe. Okay, I mean, I've, is this on Rumble or not? Because I don't know if I could even quote Lincoln without Go getting ahead. banned. You Go know, ahead. No, I'm you're gonna good. Pull up, I'm going to pull up DawsonTime.com. Hopefully plug. no hard R's. Did Lincoln go hard R all the way? Uh, I'm, I won't say that word. Okay, he didn't, right, um, okay I, hope, I hoped old Honest Abe didn't do that. That's what they had the other word. It sounds like that. Yeah, right. That's word. okay. You can say that word. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll just say like... I mean, this is from Abe Lincoln. I guess he's being honest, Abe. There is a physical difference between the white and black races, which I believe will forever forbid the two races living together on terms of social and political equality. They just thought they were physically different, and he thought whites were superior. Something wrong with the blacks is what Abe thought. 
Yeah, he thought they, it'd be impossible. Because you and I are different races. We have between us a broader difference than exists between almost any other two races. Whether it's right or wrong, I need not discuss, but this physical difference is a great disadvantage to us both, as I think your race suffers very greatly, many of them living among us, while ours suffers from your presence. <laughs> In a word, we suffer on each other's, on each side. Uh, if this is admitted, it affords reason, nice. at least we should be separated. And he goes on and on about not mixing blood and blah, blah, blah. You know, this guy did not care. That would have been a kill shit, guess. He didn't care. He did want to end slavery, but only because he was he was a send him back to Africa kind of guy. So he was like, yeah, I don't want to expand slavery to the West because we shouldn't put blacks and whites together where they don't, where they're already separate. It shouldn't you know, like expand that. He's like, we don't want them living together at all. <laughs> so he wasn't, uh, he wasn't trying to emancipate people for some moral reasons or whatever. Uh, no. He did want to end slavery to undermine Southern labor that was competing with his own uh, railroad tycoons and stuff in the North had nothing to do with like empathy for blacks or anything they they didn't even accept black suffrage in the north after the civil war uh it took many more years it took until the 15th amendment to get that going and in fact uh the entire south it didn't apply to the north North. yeah i was about to say yeah go ahead it didn't apply to the north anyway sorry go ahead yeah it didn't i mean like and only five only five states in the north and that really didn't have any black populations accepted uh black suffrage and it got rejected. Um, it got rejected by Connecticut and Minnesota and Wisconsin in 1865, and it was rejected by Michigan and Kansas, uh, Kansas in 67, Michigan and Missouri. And in New York, they allowed it, but not really, because they say, okay, we'll allow black suffrage, but you have to be a property owner to vote, which none of them were. So that was like, we have it, but you don't really have it. And then New Jersey still had slaves. <laughs> so, I mean, New Jersey didn't, and, and so did Kentucky and so did Delaware. Those three northern states all had slaves until uh, the 13th Amendment uh, forbid it. So, and that was after Lincoln was dead. That was way after the Civil War was over. They still had slaves. They weren't they don't tell that part. in slavery. They wanted in slavery in the South because it would help their war effort. But for the first two years of the war, uh, they were still enforcing black code laws and taking contraband. If you were a runaway slave and you went up north, they would return you as like property, right? Uh, only mid-tier war, because the north was losing every battle, they decided, all right, if you make it up here, we're going to keep you because they would undermine uh, southern labor and war effort. Had nothing, And they just usually put them in a contraband camp and use them for their own free labor in the north, building tents and picking cotton and Tens of thousands of them just died um, in Grant's concentration camps. The I think I saw the book about that. Mm-hmm. I think it was called Sick from Freedom. It's probably like one of the first studies. It was back <laughs> in 2012. Uh, he estimated somewhere between like 80,000 to maybe as up as 200,000 you know, slaves, contrabands, you know, freedmen ended up perishing from the start of the Civil War. Up until the end of the decade, many of them dying from disease, malnutrition, mm-hmm. because the emancipation that was promised produced basically a humanitarian disaster because it was just, let's just, you know, take this population, you know, and have no, you know, have no way to 
just, you know, integrate them into the society, have no way to give them any steps thing, and just, as Lincoln once said, just root hog or die. Well, they had no structure or no, you know, agency or, like, come and fill out some shit here and get some help. Like, it was just, hey, if you get up here, you're free. Uh, yeah, but anyway, go ahead. Uh, well, a lot of them just got incarcerated, too. Yeah. Like, during the war, they were put in contraband camps to do work. After the war, they would just, for even the slightest accusation, throw them in jail and get the free labor that way. There's, um, there's Vince, it was funny because I had somebody asking me about uh, contraband camps and stuff because they went a Googling and couldn't find anything. And I'm like, well, yeah. Uh, but there's a great book by Samuel Mitchum. Uh, it wasn't about slavery. That's a good one. And there's some good articles in The Guardian and, like, foreign papers about the contraband camps. But you, they have really sanitized the Internet of this stuff. It's, um, it's pretty ridiculous, actually. Uh, it's kind of hard to find. Now, let's talk about Reconstruction itself. You mentioned Abe Lincoln. Uh, of course, he wasn't around for Reconstruction. Yeah, he wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> Why? What happened? No. Uh, just gave him the best... You know, met him at a bar and said, I got the best shot for you, sir. Yeah, the trip to the theater didn't turn out the right way. For it's all way. Mrs. Lincoln's fault. She was like, you never take me to the theater. <laughs> so I was... love that quote. So other than that, how was the show, Mrs. Lincoln? <laughs> <laughs> that is one of the great jokes. Quebec says, with the control of money, they can buy up the alt press. Eventually, Torba will have successors. All it takes is one to sell out is what he said uh, on the last conversation. Thank you, Quebec, for the con contribution there. Um, now, okay, uh, Reconstruction, as we mentioned, Lincoln not around. Uh, I, I guess he's first. Right. Lincoln was not around, and Andrew Johnson just, like, they he would veto things, and they had two-thirds majority and would yeah. just pass them anyway. And one of the first things they did is set up Marshall Johnson from Law Tennessee, by the way. He was a Southerner himself. Right, yeah, he was so Tennessee right. had a Republican he governor was. because Andrew Johnson had gone to be vice president and then became president when Lincoln got shot. Ha! And then That's so true. this was all about political power for the Republican Party because Tennessee was the only state that did not have martial law uh, because it already had a Republican control. But every other state in the South, they got cut up into zones. Virginia was zone one. North and South Carolina were zone two. Um, and uh, Louisiana and Texas were zone five, and then uh, was it Georgia, Florida, Arkansas? They all got carved up and put under martial law, and they took voting rights away from Southern veterans. They wouldn't allow their officers and former Confederates to hold any political positions whatsoever. And they allowed blacks the right black men, excuse me, not black black males the right to vote, um, because they saw it as a voting block for the Republican Party, not because they were like pro freedom or anything or you know anti racism or whatever. Because they didn't let Asians vote, they didn't let American Indians vote, they didn't any other races. They still enslaved the Chinese too, by the way, only blacks, and because they saw it as mostly illiterate. Um, groupthink vote where they could get the black community to vote for their party enough that uh, they would be able to to rule, and they did. And all the new western states that were added to the U.S. ended up with two Republican senators, all of them. Uh, so the Republican Party had absolute control, and they used black males as 
as just a way to push their own political agendas, which did not include anything helping blacks. In fact, black, most blacks ended up becoming sharecroppers alongside the whites they live with and were in just destitute poverty as anybody else. And their living condition did not improve at all. Just now you're allowed to vote. Okay. Well, it just, it didn't work. And there were some, um, I mean, there's always some, there's always been Friedman and stuff like there's your Booker T. Washington. There's Hiram Rhodes rebels, first black Senator He's in Mississippi. And they too, uh, saw exactly what was happening. I'd like to quote, uh, a couple of these guys I got one from Booker T not the wrestler <laughs> but uh, <laughs> five times when I was up to five bands on YouTube I'm like five times five times <laughs> doing spinner roonies in my head he says um, though I was but a little bit more little more than a youth during the period of reconstruction I had a feeling that mistakes were being made and that things could not remain in the condition that they were in for very long I felt that reconstruction policy, so far as it related to my race, was in large, a large measure on a false foundation, was artificial in force. In many cases, it seemed to me, the ignorance of my race was being used as a tool with which to help white men into office, and that there was an element in the North which wanted to punish Southern white men by forcing them into positions over heads of Southern whites. I felt that would be the one to suffer for this in the end besides the general political agitation drew the attention of our people away from more fundamental matters of perfecting themselves in industry and at the doors of securing property and then rebels continues and says since reconstruction the mass of my people have been as it were enslaved in mind by unprincipled adventurers who carry nothing for country or willing to stoop to anything no matter how infamous to secure power for themselves and perpetuate it my people are naturally blah, blah, blah. this is the part of the bitterness and hate created by the late civil strife has in my opinion been obliterated in this state except perhaps by some localities and would long have since been obliterated in this state were it not for some unprincipled men who would keep alive the bitterness of the past and inculcate hatred between the races in order that they may aggrandize themselves by office, its annulments, and control my people, the effect of which is to degrade them. So th there were black senators and individuals trying to write about this and articulate this, like we're just being used to get these Yankees in the office so they can aggrandize themselves at our expense and pit black and white Southerners against each other. That's what's actually going on. Uh, and that is what happened. And a little bit that happens now. Well, I was going to say, it sounds like a familiar story. <laughs> I mean, well, there's, there's, I have a, there's a lot of questions, you know, Go reconstruction ahead, is a period of history that has been subject to, so much revisionism and things that it's really hard to keep track of. I think what you're mentioning, like recently there was an article written in the American Conservative, I think published, that really took a critical eye to the modern Reconstruction interpretations that were written up by W.D.B. Du Bois and later sort of championed by Eric Foner to sort of put the racial aspects and racial conflicts at the front and center story. And furthermore, that they what what happened was they 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 put the idea that the Republican Party were true believers in quote unquote racial equality, where you know we no. they probably say no, that's not the case at all. No, I mean Lincoln's cabinet. Lincoln, three days before he was killed, was talking making a plan to send blacks to Panama to dig a canal, and Grant supported that too. 
they the Republican Party did not believe in racial equality. They still were they still had segregated everything, by the way, up until 1965 in a lot of places and uh, Yankees, too. They didn't care. And they I mean, Chinese and other Asians didn't get voting rights till 1943. And American Indians, you could still get California would pay you to murder people and bring them a scalp. And that last they put the last Yanni Indian in a museum where he died of a fever. And that was in the 1900s. All right. So like they didn't believe in racial equality. Nobody did. That was, you know, that's just how it was at that time. And this, this such a canard. And it's like everyone that writes about reconstruction does it through the racial lens. Like almost every book about it races at the forefront of the thing. So because there are so many books about race and stuff, I'd like to talk, not about race and just give you statistics on what happened in the South, just purely yeah. on economics without bringing race into it. Cause it is important to talk about race and blacks and whatever, but I feel like that's been done to death and you can find that information very easily. Right. Wow. If you want to, you had the 10 wealthiest States, which were all Southern States are became the poorest. Mississippi and South Carolina were the wealthiest states in the Union prior to the war and the poorest states in the Union after the war. And that doesn't you don't have to you could exclude the value of um, of the slaves. And as if you were counting that as property, what they own, their per capita income, their everything was above the rest of the United States. And they became the poorest and have remained that way. Mississippi still the poorest state in the Union. It's um, it took 85 years up until basically after World War II, it took until 1950 for the South to regain its below average percentage ranking for per capita income that it had in 1860. Right? They devastated these economies, and it did nobody. And I mean, fucking poor. Like, don't have shoes, poor. Uh, which is, it was that bad. I mean, during the war, two thirds of all the railroads and two thirds of the livestock had been destroyed and killed. So they didn't even have animals to plow the fields. And the way, when they want to rebuild their railroads, of course, that's going to be carpetbaggers coming down and getting those contracts. The banking capital fell from 61 million in 1860 to 17 million by 1870. So 1860s, just before the war, went from 61 million to 17 million in the South, right? And they had all these rules and regulations about starting any kind of national banks, too. And they're all in the Northeast. Uh, they would not allow uh, the South for the, one of the most important type of loans you can get for a mortgage. And they wouldn't give them any. And these places just started falling apart. Like nature took over farms. Um, Kutsu grew over porches and stuff. A lot of them, they didn't have piped in water. They didn't have screens. People didn't have shoes. And because they didn't have footwear a large portion of the South started getting things like hookworm and, and rickets and stuff, stuff that had pretty much disappeared before the Civil War returned again. Uh, hookworm is a type of parasite that will, um, it makes you lethargic and stupid. So I don't know if Nancy Pelosi has some of those or what, but, <laughs> you know, uh, that barefoot Southerner, I mean, that was just the way it was, and nobody knew better. Um, but, I mean, they couldn't even afford a pair of shoes. The capital was gone. 
and then what did exist was people moving down there from other areas uh, to run ruckshot over people. Um, there really weren't any studies about the poverty in the South until the 1930s. I mean, nobody cared. Um, everyone knew it was the poorest part of the nation. It had been the wealthiest, became the poorest. And uh, there were no aid to Southern farmers. Southerners were forced to pay off Lincoln's war debt. And this is the worst thing. They had to pay off the bonds that, because Lincoln's greenbacks by the end of the war, they went from being a dollar to only 35 cents. But the war bonds had gone up 40 fold. Okay. Uh, that's better than a Bill Gates vaccine investment. You know, that's <laughs> unheard of. <laughs> and, and the South had to repay these. And they didn't own any. They didn't have any Yankee war bonds. They had to pay them, and they had to pay the Northern Pension Funds as well. And they uh, had to do it in gold. The first act that Grant did when he was president was to force the South to pay off the war debt and to do it with gold. So that was a double whammy, right? Because it, that paper money had depreciated anyway. And uh, so there's a way of sucking up Southern gold to pay for a war that the North started. Now, was this a Lincoln policy? Um, would, do you think this would have happened under uh, if Lincoln had continued as president to to soak the South with the war debt? I know that's an old tale I've heard too that Lincoln would have done things differently, perhaps, and um, than than how things ended up getting carried out. Maybe that's just a sop towards Lincoln. I have a, but, uh, I have a theory about that myself. Well, hold please. on, I'll let you get in. Let me. I'll let you get in. Let Dawson get in. Let me tell you, the the debt was. Uh, started at 65 million and it jumped to two and a half billion um that's how much it flew up and then they're like okay you're gonna repay this in gold lincoln and grant tended to agree on a lot of things so would lincoln have been softer um he had left the republican party and he was in the unionist party but uh no i mean this <laughs> i don't think lincoln is somebody that you can ever say oh well maybe he would have <laughs> gone nah this guy started the whole war and created the whole debt in the first place, right? Lincoln was such a monster when his own Union soldiers were starving to death in Andersonville prison in Georgia and dying of typhus. And it sounds like another thing, right? These, these people are dying of starvation and typhus and typhoid and, and because they're malnourished. And that's the kind of thing that happens to prisoners when you're malnourished. 12,500 Yankees had already died in this prison because they couldn't feed them. And before it got to that point, they said, let's do a prisoner exchange. They said, no. They said, you know what? You can just have them. If you will send a ship to the shore, we will haul them over there, and you can take them back up north. And he wouldn't do it, even though he knew they're going to die. And, like, it's free. We're not asking for anything, but we don't have the food or means to take care of them since Sherman is out there burning everything. Um, and they're going to die in here. He left them there to die, so more of them did die. And then the saddest thing, or poetic justice, depending on how you look at it, is after the war, when they finally would go get them with riverboats, uh, most of them were packed on this ship called the Sultania, which was uh, they had overcapacity, and somebody didn't want to didn't want to make as many trips and wanted to cram as many on as possible, and the boiler there's something was wrong with the boiler and they did some cheap patch up work instead of the money required to actually fix it 
and it blew up in the middle of the Mississippi River, and the whole thing sank, and over a thousand two hundred people drowned or burned. And so these prisoners been waiting, waiting, waiting to get out. A lot of them is starved. They've gone through all this hell. The war's over. They're halfway home, and their ship sinks. That sucks. <laughs> but that's what happened. That event is on the calendar, too. It explains it with a little link, and my brother and I did talk about it. But that was the worst naval disaster in U.S. history, probably in the world. All right, I will turn power chat on for a second. I see a couple of super chats over on Entropy as well, killstream.live slash Entropy. Haley May, which is off topic, but I think she asked this last time. I don't, I don't think we got to ask you, though. What does Dawson, or she asked somebody this, what does Dawson think of English, a.k.a. linguistic purism? I don't care about linguistics. I have enough time dealing with Janglish, which is Japanese people trying to speak English. Right. No. <laughs> no, I mean, uh, like, I don't know. That's completely off topic. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I, was saying, I didn't know if you had a take or not. Uh, Apollonian whiskey says, right? People preserving their language, like Irish the and things. Sent but, three dollars yeah, when I worked at the but, limited headquarters in Columbus, Ohio. It literally had no windows because Wexner did not want you see notice the time of day or fuck? if there was a snowstorm. A windowless black box with no clocks as a company policy. The fuck. He's got a creepy dude, man. Wexner lore here on the show. Apollonian whiskey. That sounds, yeah, not cool. That's like a casino, actually. I'll think about it. Uh, except you're not there uh, in the same capacity. Apollonian whiskey says, Ryan, I, I haven't heard how your racism is stupid handles the fact. Okay, this is a little off topic, too. Uh, but uh, handles the fact of blacks committing more crime upon native whites and how your worldview plans to negotiate with blacks to stop this. It seems rather naive to ignore, ignore natural selection of enduring mm. long winters and planning ahead had on organisms. That's like somebody that doesn't understand the subset of a category. Yeah, blacks commit more violent crime in the United States than whites. And you could say the same thing like men rape more people than women. And you could say 99 or 98% of rapes are by males. True, but 99.999% of males don't rape. It's all this one little sector, and it's, it's not the blacks, all of them committing 55% of violent crime or whatever it is. It's like half of a half percent doing all of it. And these are these degenerate fucklords that live in liberal cities uh, who have been taught from birth that nothing's their fault and they're entitled to everything. And, you know, it wasn't always that way. It wasn't that way even in, like, the 70s and stuff, and they were just as black then as they are now. Crime picked up the way it has because of liberals. And majority of blacks live in cities and urban areas, which is where violent crimes occur. Uh, and it's always these liberal cesspools. But it's not biological teleology. They're not, like, meant to act that way because they didn't always act that way. Back in the 50s and 60s, we didn't have drive-by shootings. Well, we did by Italians and stuff, but not by blacks. It was different groups have had their time of being the crime syndicate. And currently, it's the way it is. But that is not because of genetics. It's because of shit libs. All right, now, Nady Bakes, thank you for that. Uh, over on Cash App, I appreciate that. Uh, let's see. Oh, I see one more. Now, Haley May says, should only Irish people preserve their language, not English people? Yeah. All right, now. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck the Brits. Now, 
Um, I don't even know. Like, I if you want to learn Irish, can but I feel like uh, you got to see the writing on the wall at some point. Like a lot of Native American languages are probably going to disappear in the next fifty years. There's a lot of um, just smaller language groups that just aren't going to survive. It's sad. Uh, because especially if you have all this literature and stuff you need to preserve, you need to translate it because I don't know, it's on its way out. Like you can only know, you can only got so much time and I have friends that speak fluent Gaelic and stuff. And uh, that's one that's large enough to make it same with like Welsh, you know, but, um, Oh, yeah. I don't know. Uh, we talked about this a little bit. And I think it was her that got me talking about There's this. There's no also. reason to learn old English unless you're a historian yeah, or something. Yeah, basically, like, it's English without the f- words that uh, came from foreign languages, I guess, uh, that you would say. Yeah, it's just that's why. I mean, it's uh, that's not how language works. There are foreign words in Japanese, too. It's still Japanese, but it's like almost impossible to purge all the French out of English or something, right? It's like 30% of the words. Like it. English is already itself an amalgamation of different Germanic languages, so that's already it's already a hybrid language. That's how that's why the spellings have fucked up. Um, so I don't know. I'd 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 have to hear what the other the argument is on the other side because I, I don't really care about that issue that much. All right. Yeah. I mean, well, I brought it up. All right. Now let's see. Before we get back to reconstruction, boom. Shinshan 256B sent $3. Once again, the southern whites were too nice to the north. Let the Yankee prisoners go free, but the hit that ding bell. North didn't even care to get their soldiers back. No more. No. Now, what about that? <laughs> they didn't. Yeah, the north didn't care. Well, north cared. Lincoln didn't care. There were northerners who were like, yeah, bring them home. They have families. This is hurting our work. Lincoln's like, nah, it'll burden the south to have to try to take care of them. Because they have and fewer thought, troops. The south could have said, all right, go starve in a field, but they didn't. Because these are people. I mean, they speak the same language. They're like, you know, they tried to feed them, and they couldn't. They ran out of food. The North didn't give a fuck about the South. I mean, they've been demonized by Hollywood ever since, you know. Up into the late 1930, 1930, over half of South Carolina's population was under 20 years old. You just didn't make it to old age. That's And that was coming from the poverty. And education took a big back seat too because they didn't have the money for public education. And suddenly, uh, they also had to educate all these blacks. And okay, if you're going to make that a rule and we got to do that, okay. But we don't have the money to do that. We don't have money for <laughs> for the population of just whites, even unfunded so mandate. They weren't getting subsidized. They weren't getting money from it. They got they had to pay all those taxes, right? Almost of all the infrastructure projects were being, all the money was being spent in the north. Um, the south is being burdened with it. So now talk about the. I mean, I guess first off, I guess just reconstructing itself. How long did it last? Uh, so we'll talk about some of the longer term effects too. But um, I guess you can take it however you you want to want. How, how long did it last? Uh, some of the lasting effects that you see to this day, uh, et cetera. I mean, it, it really lasted till 1950, 1947 or so. It, it took World War II. For example, the tariffs. The tariffs were the re, one of the reasons why there was secession in the first place. But they went up to 45%. And that was, like, why South Carolina seceded, right? They Twice 
said they're going to secede over the same issue and did on the second time. And they jacked that up to 45%, which hurt cotton trade in particular. And it remained that way until 1913. Right. And that's, of course, when they make the Fed and institute an income tax on everybody. Um, and that even then it only went down to 43%. So, wow, you had a 2% drop from 1913 to 1920 or 25. So from 1925 to 1934, they, um, they had a small window where it was to 29%. And then it went back up to 45 again until the end of World War II. So it basically been 45% or 43% the whole time. There's that little clip from 25 to 34 where you have your roaring 20s or whatever, and Coolidge lowered taxes too, but um, they're paying the majority of, uh, of import-export taxes. And, you know, they had over 20 million bundles of fungible uh, bales of cotton that these cotton agents would go down with the military and just seize it and steal it. And then they would sell it and profit in the north. And they only had about 15 million in capital. So, I mean, you <laughs> bales of cotton were going for $500. So you can do the math there. They had 20 million that were stolen. All that wealth got transferred up north. And the reason there was so much cotton laying around is during the war, there was they had uh, put up a blockade, so there was no way to export it for any amount. Uh, they did uh, do some blockade running, but that was just a little trickle, you know, of cotton getting out in income. And mostly that was from captured northern ships that they re-outfitted to become blockade runners <laughs> for the south, including the SS Harriet, yeah, right. the ship that started the war. Yeah. Right, that was a, out of necessity there uh, as well. And now go ahead, um, Butters, if you if you had some stuff. I know you wanted to talk something about uh, earlier too, but uh, go ahead. I'll let you talk for a minute too if you want. Well, uh, yes. Um, now my view is that I kind of view the issues revolving around slavery to be a cover for the political power and struggles that are going on between the North and the South. And that it probably, I believe the cracks for what would become the War for Southern Independence started in the 19th, I mean the 1830s, because mm-hmm. prior to this, I think emancipation was going along pretty well, and it probably would have been completed for the Upper South around the 1850s, and the Lower South sometime in the 1870s. I do think because, um, well, for example, when it comes to the issue the reason why for, you saw that that the, the lower states cited as a reason is because they didn't want to have to deal with both the, you know, they didn't want to have a Haiti situation on their hands. They didn't like the North hypocritically allowing the nullification of, like, the Fugitive Slave Clause, which was a constitution in the Constitution. This wasn't necessarily an un, like an unconstitutional law that the federal clause could not apply to. And another one was that, you know, they like to, you know, these are some of the detractors. They'll say, like, all of them succeeded over slavery. This, And I don't think that's really the case because you have to look at this. And ultimately, mm-hmm. I think the two largest southern a, states didn't secede uh, until after Lincoln attacked South Carolina. Yeah, that was West the Virginia, upper South. North Carolina they, and Tennessee, actually. They didn't secede from the Union and join the Confederacy until uh, Lincoln fired on the Nashville and sent federal troops to collect revenue from South Carolina and created Fort Sumter and blah, blah, blah. 
I mean, Virginia's state constitution nearly ended slavery anyway. They lost by one vote. North Carolina was already phasing it out. Tennessee was phasing it out. Uh, as was New Jersey. They had like a date like after this day, no more. But in the North, like the only state in the North to end slavery during the Civil War wasn't really a state. It was Washington, D.C. Uh, but they also paid him compensation, $300 per head. And, they, and Lincoln offered blacks $100 if they'd leave the country. <laughs> you know, and what a lot of northern states did is three days before, like the ones that did have emancipation is right before that happened. They just sold their slaves to a slave holding state and got, you know, cashed out. And so it's like, OK, we'll we'll sell all our slaves to, to Mississippi or whatever. And then they turn around and say, oh, yeah, now we're in slavery in Mississippi. Well, it's a lot harder for these lower states to assimilate. It's a much larger part of their population. It's not as easy as Connecticut or something to end slavery as Mississippi because slaves were being used for in cash crop industries like cotton, and that's where it grows. Um, the North also benefited from the influx of immigrants from Ireland who were running away from the potato famines, which they – the math was just that wage slavery is more cost efficient than cattle slavery. And so they're getting all these immigrants from Europe who are like straight off the boat going into the factories and doing the kind of work that or slaves, not slaves. They got paid, but not really. And some of them didn't even get paid in real money. They got paid in script. So it's like, Oh yeah, here's your payment, but you can only use that at the company store type of situation. And that, model of slavery lasted until the 1920s uh that's what the blair mountain rebellion was about in west virginia where the original the, the where the word redneck comes from is the coal miners with their red bandanas fighting against federal agents and they were living in tent cities both black and white by the way a lot mostly irish forced to work on these railroads which were subsidized by the state that's a lincolnite model of the economy and they're getting paid in script and like, what are you going to do with the script? And they would like do stuff like, oh, you have to rent your equipment from us. So the equipment you're using is not free. You have to work and you're going to need a pickaxe and this and that and a helmet and whatever. And you got to rent that from us. And you can only use script to get those things. Uh, so it was still slavery. And they still had Chinese slaves working on the other side, building the railroad with coolie trade long after the Civil War. It wasn't about human rights or any of that gibberish they give. It was... Um, you know, it's about money. And, you know, they they still use slavery in different forms, but the reason it was easier to get rid of in the North, they had a smaller black population, and they were using immigrant labor anyway, uh, which was effectively slavery too. And they also were just getting money from the government because they had a larger population. They realized they could vote themselves money, make the Southerners pay for it, you had a quarter of the population paying 85% of the taxes and almost the entirety of that 80% of the taxes was being spent in the North and they were using it to subsidize themselves and gain monopolies and steel foundries and railroads and other industries. They had a massive advantage because they're getting money from the state and how do you compete with that? Oh, I'll pay you X per mile to build a railroad. Well, that actually caused the lower States to hold on to slaves longer because if you're in that kind of economic situation, you're not going to get rid of your free labor when your competitor is being paid with your own taxes, right? So the 
economic policies that the North implemented on the South actually exacerbated slavery and made it last longer than it would have otherwise. All right. Now, let me see. Let me read this. Uh, Apollonia Whiskey says, thank you for the well-articulated response, Ryan. Given your worldview, it seems New York City is already the end game for your worldview, but far left. Do you therefore advocate for an equivalent libertarian New York City or far-right New York City? New York City tried to secede from the Union, too, and it was on January 6th. And that was also over the free trade zones of South Carolina. They said, if they don't have to pay, we don't want to pay either. And they nearly left the Union. And that's that's really what got Lincoln to attack the South was pieces of the North were about to fly away, too. Nobody wanted a 45% export uh, tax, and they were also going to get uh, taxed right back by the Europeans because they were. if you put tariffs on their goods coming in, then they're going to put more of us uh, going out. Uh, that is not my worldview to be like New York City. I do not believe in multiculturalism or any of that crap. I just don't think you can judge individuals by racial category. Like, you can't just say because uh, people that look like this usually blah, 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 whatever. You don't know anything about an individual. So just base things on merit, and it'll pan out the way it ought to. You know, but you can't just dismiss somebody because they're, uh, you know, belong to whatever category. I mean, that's just dumb. I don't want open borders. I don't, I don't, I think we need to preserve cultural integrity that you have to have assimilation. You should have your, you know, a language and it should be that that's the language for your state. Like, uh, I'm not an anarchist. Like a lot of these like so-called libertarians that are like, don't want borders and don't believe they're not libertarians. They're anarchists. Libertarian philosophy is the Jeffersonian philosophy, the Ron Paul philosophy. He was just saying, get the government out of the marketplace. Stop having the state like what Lincoln and Hamilton did pick winners and losers in the market. It is not, get rid of police, get rid of borders, get rid of courts, get rid of the, you don't just get rid of the government. <clears throat> you just, the government's supposed to be a referee, not a coach. The government is supposed to settle disputes about force and fraud and run a post office and national defense. And that's about all it needs to do. But those are very important roles. And there's a big difference between being a libertarian and being a dumb fuck anarchist that just thinks we'll privatize everything and get rid of borders or whatever. I mean, it's silly. All right, Haley May says orange is already a hybrid of yellow and red. There, for orange is a lost cause, uh, is what uh, I guess. That analogy doesn't fit with the language analogy whatsoever. That's funny. Because you're talking about let's get rid of all the red and orange, Mike. You can't. I mean, orange is orange. You cannot get rid of every single foreign word in English and try to speak like that. I mean, what's the point? Why not have some foreign words? What's it? Why was it hurt? I mean, it enriches your vocabulary. Like chutzpah. Yeah, right. exactly. Now, <laughs> uh, Apollonia Whiskey says, also, does Ryan believe in the Underground Railroad, or was it exaggerated for propaganda purposes, or, as other events are alleged, allegedly in the last early century? I mean, yeah, it was a real thing, and yes, it's been exaggerated. I mean, so is like... Like from Rosa Parks to Anne Frank, they love to make these little stories like this woman alone did these. I mean, it's just not that important. Like, yeah, this Underground Railroad ends in Canada, by the way, not the north, because they didn't they knew what would happen there, too. They just end up in jail. 
the largest race riots until they were surpassed by California killing Asians was in New York City killing blacks during the Civil War, going around lynching people. Um, but this whole thing, like, oh, I'm going to get my freedom if I just reach this area. You didn't. You just ended up being a sharecropper or going to jail most of the time. They had black code laws, and they would tee you as property and return you if they found you. Um, whites did not want to live with blacks. Even the, the abolitionists, a lot of them like, yeah, well, we don't want to own you because we don't want you to live here, period. Go back to Africa. Like, that was how it was in the 1860s and 50s. It was uh, a lot of people just thought we ought to be separate. And that's that. Not, like, not even owning someone. It's like, no, we shouldn't live together at all. So, I mean, I got a lot of white nationalists ought to love Lincoln because he was like, yep, separate the races, put them on the Caribbean island, get rid of them. <laughs> like, that was his idea. All right, now let's see here. Another one, Apollonia Whiskey says, I was not judging the individuals, I was judging the co- I was judging the collective. The collective comes first before the individual, as the collective is the natural resting state of man and tribalism itself. You must think in collectivism as abstract power structures do. Um, and he also said thanks for taking questions, Right. It doesn't matter what you think. You were saying what I said, and it ain't what I said. So I just say what I say. I don't care what you think. Like, that's how you think about collective, whatever, great. But the chat before, you said, is this your worldview to everything be like New York? My like, hell no. New York doesn't assimilate. They don't. I mean, New York's a shithole, always has been, regardless of its racial makeup. They've always been Yankees. These are money-grubbing, greedy sons of bitches. Uh, and it doesn't matter if you add some Puerto Ricans or you add some <laughs> people from India or you add whatever Yankees or Yankees. They have been a <laughs> shithole their entire existence, whether it was the Italians or the Jews or whoever was running New York. New York has always sucked ass. Always. All right, now. <laughs> because their culture sucks. And that goes to my point. You can flip the racial makeup around a million times. It's still going to suck because their culture sucks. That, I feel like you can make a funny joke where... getting, getting your ears cold or what's going on, Ryan? All right. What's that? Ears? Is that, is that beanie on because your ears are frozen over due to your ice cold takes? Or what? Is it just... I got a beanie because it's got my logo on New York has always sucked. Just like Yankees. my uh, boycott Israel. You think the equator is like uh, putting some gravitational pull on their equilibrium and making them act like shit? You think that's what... All right, right but look, bingo, I don't look. think it's because of their physical location, but cultural areas do exist in yeah, geographic locations and that's fine. they have to. And with all due respect, we're not doing the race debate tonight. Uh, so for all the super chatters, anybody else who thinks we're going to do that for the rest of the show, we're not. Uh, it's a Civil War show, and so if people want to talk about that, I don't know. Um that's not really what we're here to talk about. I've kind of indulged it a little too much, and this is what I've ended up with, so I'll, I'll take the blame on my own. Uh, but that's not really what we're getting into. Uh, and if I don't know what to say. If, if people want to talk about that, they can just do that somewhere else. Uh, Being north or south. If they pay me money, matter, I'll read like it out, though. Like yeah, geography, but, that's not what makes it suck. It has to do with the way the immigrants from Europe came to the United States. A lot of Catholics and stuff end up north. A lot of authoritarians, they started with puritan colonies a bunch of karens and stuff and it's very different history than the immigration to the south and they grew apart very you know over the decades and it's been a battle between the hamiltonian versus the jeffersonian view of how government ought to operate and abraham lincoln was of that hamiltonian henry clay kind of view of using the state to aggrandize yourself 
Rothschild style and were supported by Rothschilds from Europe, whereas the Jackson and Jefferson view was to divide the power of the state to keep it out of the marketplace uh, and and also to divide the power of banks. And Lincolnites won. And so from the Civil War to now, we have had a mercantilistic imperial empire, uh, which has been to the detriment for freedom and liberty of common Americans. All right. Now, let me see here. Uh, I think there might be some power chats. Also, I have a a quiz here that I stumbled upon. I had this picked out a couple days ago, and I forgot about it. Uh, It's a quiz with reconstruction questions. Uh, for like a normie classroom, uh, and I'm gonna and and just you know like they were paying union pensions until 2014. I mean, oh yeah, actually, it, I think you mentioned that last so time bad. on the show. Yeah. It, this is how bad it was. From well, I talked earlier about uh, infrastructure, public works. They had the federal government spent 103 million dollars on public works and less than 10% of that was in the south and i have a visitor what's up dude daddy's doing a show you want to say hi real fast <laughs> say hello hello right. <laughs> hello <laughs> what was i saying oh yeah the pension fund so they dedicated one day a week in government to discuss pensions for decades uh, because it was a considerable part of the budget. They, um, it was such a huge deal in 1893. Uh, it consisted 40% of the entire federal budget was paying union pensions. This is 1893. How many of these injured soldiers are walking around? But 40% was the budget issue and of, of paying pension funds. And these are only Yankee pension funds. No Confederate soldiers were benefiting from this, but they're having to pay for it. So almost half of the entire federal budget is going to pay Yankee pensions. All right. Uh, there are so many discriminatory things, too. And they kept discussing this. And this went on until 1921. All right. They're still paying pensions, still using at least one day a week in Congress to discuss the pension fund until 1921 all right soldiers out there in the field in 1861 so i guess they could there's few of them around or whatever but still that is the the level this only government can do things like this so you're still paying yankee pension funds and that went on into the 2000s all right but you know barely it's like oh well they're still paying off some things that's reparations already um, I think I made that point. They had different freight rates. They had internal tariffs, right? Which supposedly we got rid of those. And but uh, they, it was it's constitutionally illegal. But it was cheaper because of the freight rates that they would slap on taxes on some states, but not others, because they didn't have uniform taxes, which the Confederate Constitution did have, but uh, it didn't win. So <clears throat> you could send steel a finished product from Pennsylvania to Southern Alabama cheaper than you could send steel from Northern Alabama to Southern Alabama because they were sticking a 40% tax on goods made in South. So that, and the the reason they did that is because Northern industry lobbied to do it. They said, well, we don't want to have this competition. It was cheaper to make steel in the United States uh, than anywhere, actually, far more than Europeans. 
but um, someone could not ship steel from one side of Alabama to the other uh, without having to pay more than they could to get it for all the way from Pennsylvania. And these Pennsylvania lobbyists, uh, where that word comes from, actually, is from Grant. He would meet so with so many special interest groups in the lobbies of hotels that they would just call them lobbyists. And we still have lobbyists today. And what is a lobbyist? It's legalized bribery is what it is. I mean, you go in, you pay for lunches and all this indirect way of giving people cash and putting money into their reelection campaign and blah, blah, blah. And they do you political favors. That starts with Grant, the lobbyist. The, the birth of the marriage of corporation and state is Grant and Lincoln, right? These are the two that did this to the United States. It wasn't like that before. And all these people that hate crony capitalism, like, well, your top hat wearing long-legged stinking Lincoln is who you ought to blame. But they heroicized this motherfucker. It's like, no, he sold us down the river. He let the interests take over the country uh, for their banks, for their foundries, and for their railroad especially, just soak up uh, living off the tit of government. And not only are they getting subsidized by the government, but they're getting favorable taxes and regulations that would stifle their competition to ensure that they could maintain monopolies. And that went on uh, pretty much until World War II. It wasn't like, oh, it ended in 1877 or something like that. Reconstruction went on, parts of it, the Union Pension Fund, the, you know, different freight rates for different areas, favorable banking regulations, all that went on until 1950. And I think this, this is my opinion, uh, this is not like a fact, but I think the reason it ends in World War II, besides Southerners being 36% of the population, 44% of the military, is Europe had been so leveled, they destroyed each other. You know, France, they all need this Marshall Plan later. They had devastated themselves to the point where that industry was no longer a competition with the U.S. And so they didn't need the protective tariffs and things. They didn't need a 45% tariff because the U.S., all U.S. industry was still intact after World War II, whereas most of Asia and Western Europe and, well, all of Europe had been completely devastated right so that's when they finally got rid of the tariffs and you know it made u.s industry thrive and only then could the south get back on its feet from about 1950 or so to now uh where they started uh, to rise economically but that damage had been done I mean, over 80 years of reconstruction and just abuse. There was property confiscations. That's why the Klan arose, was to fight off uh, people confiscating property. Forrest, Nathan Forrest, um, who just, he disavowed the Klan that came with the stupid ghost uniforms and all that. But at the original, original KKK was a paramilitary group ready to restart the civil war if they were going to press with their confiscation of property because that was enough was enough they were taking property away from whites uh and giving it to blacks or giving it to northern carpetbaggers union uh the amount of rape from these people that would go to a lot of southern households the men were dead and they would go in there and just steal everything out of the house uh and if the woman was in there they'd rape her 
Uh, the Union Army had over 156,000 cases of syphilis uh, that had gone around where they had been raping so many women. And this is why the South has such a strong right to bear arms, is that woman that had a pistol or something could defend herself. Otherwise, she's not getting raped. She's getting gang raped, and usually publicly, tearing off her clothes in front of other people she knows and raping her. And there were some Union commanders and things that would shoot somebody if they found them doing that. But at a certain point, it just let loose. And it continued after the war. The rape continued after the war. They would come down their carpet bag, steal all the silverware, anything that you could even sell, you know, and rape the women. Uh, because so many of the men were dead. They lost. Um, if you look at the percentages, right, if you were to have a war today where we lost, you know, 3% of the population or so. Uh, you're talking about, like, and this is if, if you had all of the United States, not just the South. It would be like uh, going to war and losing 17 million soldiers. Can you imagine, like, Vietnam was 55,000. Right. Can you imagine a war? And that's considered an epic disaster. Yeah. 17 million people. No, <laughs> that's what the South went through, though. Um, and then you've got, uh, sharecroppers were making a whopping 17 cents a day. Okay. And to compare that, I have a note here cause I don't memorize all this stuff, but, uh, they live like serfs in 1938. The average was $63 or 17 cents a day. The Ohio poverty line in 18, 1873 was a dollar a day. And that was 65 years earlier. Let me say that again. The, the poverty line just in Ohio, which is not the wealthiest northern state or anything, in 1873 was a dollar a day. I only picked that because it's a nice round number. It happened to be a dollar, right? So it was a dollar a day. That's 65 years later. Sharecroppers in the South are making 17 cents a day. 17 cents versus a dollar. And you know how much inflation occurred over 65 years. Yeah. That's fucking poor. That's what I'm saying. And they, that's not the entire Southern industry. That's sharecroppers. I cherry picked that industry, but that's what most people were doing. Uh, Cause they were on subsistence living. I feel, they didn't have a lot of industry. I feel like it's hard for a lot of people to understand just how poor the South really was after all this. Uh, and even, you know, I'm from the South. Uh, one of the poorest places in the country is where I'm from, actually. Uh, Memphis area, Crittenden County, West Memphis, all that. That is literally one of the poorest places in the country. Uh, and it's still very poor to this fucking day uh, from Reconstruction. And really, that was kind of one of the things I was getting at here, too. The South has, has been... Um, you know, lagging behind for years and years and decades and decades, and it was um, a designed play, uh, basically. Mm -hmm. uh, this is not an accident. Uh, and like you said, Property maligned... Property values were cut right. in half. Maligned in, in the media, years. by Hollywood, this stuff is not an accident, uh, what's been going on here. No, they and they always justify it by saying, oh, we're freeing the slaves, and y'all just a bunch of backwards cousin fucking racist, blah, 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 blah. Right. And, uh, you know, they... <laughs> majority of Southerners didn't own slaves in the first place. They're fighting because they got invaded, right? And I always, I, if you're ever talking to a, like a liberal or something, you have to give an example of something a Republican did, like George Bush's war in Iraq. Totally pointless. There were no weapons of mass destruction. A bunch of neocons lied us into that war, deceived us, and so did the 
media went along with it. So we ended up wasting trillions of dollars and killing 100,000 Iraqis or more and 6,000 dead Americans. But the Iraqis, why were they fighting? It was because they're all Saddam loyalists, because they all believed in what he didn't know. They fought back because we went over there and leveled their cities. We blew Fallujah back into the Stone Age. We invaded Tikrit. We went into Baghdad and Mosul. And they started fighting us because we're over there killing people they know and destroying their property. And Yankee armies went into Virginia, tried to anyway, uh, setting farms on fire and raping women and, and sent, went down there with soldiers to destroy their cities. They didn't have much success because of Jackson and Lee, but in Tennessee, uh, which just did not have the population to fight, you know, 108,000 soldier armies like Sherman had, they looped around. They burned Columbus, South Carolina. They burned Atlanta, Georgia. They just burned down cities, right? Uh, Nagasaki style, right? I'm going to say literal so they, war crimes. <laughs> yeah, it is literal war crimes. You're attacking civilians, both black and white. You're you're causing starvation and mayhem and all, and all because you can't win on the battlefield. So you're just going to go around and set everything on fire and try and hurt their industry material and win that way. Uh, and a lot of people that didn't give a fuck one way or the other, or maybe wanted to stay in the union and then their state didn't. So they just went with it or whatever. But when you go down and start attacking their personal homestead, yeah, they're going to join the Confederate army. Like they fought you because you're killing them. You're on their land. You're in their state trying to force them to join your state when they, you know, legally, by the way, left. Yeah, and well, so, and that's know, another thing. They uh, punish them secession like, is, how dare you resist us? Well, that's right? a, they put the tariff on and very, very little happened in the, to the means of punishing all this mass rape and and arson and so on. Well, uh, and now they you can't even commemorate confederates that resisted with a statue or anything they want to tear that down too and uh aside from tennessee the only one not under military occupation a lot of southern states didn't have any statues until the spanish-american war and they they actually asked for forests like they actually asked for former confederate generals to help them win the spanish-american war they're like i want that guy <laughs> we had such problem with him and they had a lot of veterans uh, helped defeat the Spanish in 1898 uh, of Southerners. And so they got a little bit of respect for, well, they're fighting for the Union now, right, against the, the Spanish. And they allowed them some monuments for veterans and whatnot. But the North was already building them. And the, both sides slowly, uh, the South didn't have the capital to do it <laughs> for all those reasons I just explained. But as soon as they did, They'd always done little things, flowers and graves and the reeds and things they could build, but proper monuments wouldn't come about until about the 1890s. Uh, and then more and more. And during the centennial of the war of uh, 1960, you have a lot go up because it's a 100-year anniversary. And it's something they'd been wanting to commemorate for a long time and didn't have the means to do it. I mean, they're suffering under Reconstruction basically until the end of World War II. Right? It's about actually until the end of the start of the Korean war in 1950, that's when things start turning around again in the South. And immediately because it's only five years spread between desegregation, the civil rights movement and the centennial of the civil war, they always say, Oh yeah, they put up statues uh, because they were pissed about desegregation. Like, no, they were doing that five years before that. But 
it was just a centennial and they had there is the battle flags in the state flags as mississippi and other states like have the battle flag it was that important to them uh that flag represents standing up to tyranny that is a flag for veterans it is the, the i'm talking about like uh the cross and the, with the stars they were fighting against an invading army and navy the North inherits the Navy, by the way. The South had to take merchant marine ships and convert them into war boats in the middle of a war, right? The North hit uh, North Carolina hard in the beginning of the war to try and take those ports. And they'd already put a uh, blockade on Virginia and North Carolina, which were still part of the United States. So after the blockade on three southern states, then they secede, right? And largest city in North Carolina at the time was Wilmington, was on the coast, and totally pro-Confederate. So you can't blockade our goods and put these taxes on us. We're out. That'll devastate us. They knew that if you put a 45% tariff on these goods, that we're going to end up being the slaves of the North. And they were because they had a war, North won, and they put up, they kept that 45% tariff and worse. And they eventually they sucked all the wealth out of the South and transferred it to the North. The ten wealthiest states became the ten poorest. The the least the poorest Southern state, which was still wealthy, was Arkansas, which was still wealthier than Connecticut, which was the richest Northern state. And all that got reversed after the war. The Northeast becomes the power center and of finance and everything else. And the South was just impoverished up until about 1950. Um, and then Hollywood continued to demonize it. Like, oh, this backward South, this uneducated country bumpkins. Is a, their education suffered because of lack of capital, too. Uh, but whenever they needed soldiers, they'd always tap the South for fresh bodies, right? Whenever they're fighting somewhere, they would get the Southerners to do that for them. True on all accounts. All right, now let me, and very well said there, especially at the end. Um, also, I'm seeing, we'll talk about the time capsule because they opened the wrong time capsule, turns out. Uh, and I just saw that just now. I didn't realize that they opened a new one today. Uh, I'll tell you what's in it. I was getting a chuckle because I was reading that at the same time. Apparently, they found a certain photograph. I'll tell you about uh, what the photograph was here shortly. Apollonia Wilson. It was a certain <laughs> photograph of a certain figure we've talked about this evening. Oh. Yeah, I want to see that. Uh, Apollonia Whiskey says, Civil War question, if the South won, do you think they would have gone through a reconstruction, quote-unquote, or how would they have handled the North's defeat? What would their restructuring look like, do you think? Well, they didn't want to conquer the North. They wanted to separate from it. So they weren't going to impose their laws or they weren't going to have reconstruction of the North or anything like that. It would just been two different countries. And I think more northern states would have left to join the Confederacy because the tax policies and stuff of the North were so bad. Um, had the South won the war, which they almost did in 1863, like, and it, it could have said, like, if Lincoln had not been reelected, because <clears throat> they did lose 29 seats, the Republican Party did, and, and Lincoln basically just sent soldiers to the polling places and, and Bidened his way into an election. <laughs> he just cheated, you know, <laughs> but like. Uh, had he been out, McClellan got in, let's say, and he had ended the war. Like, South doesn't even have to win. The North just has to quit, right? Uh, if, he had, if the North had stopped attacking, it was drawn its troops. I, I still think there would have been reconciliation and negotiation between the two states, the two, like the Confederacy and the 
the remains of the the old union would have been become trading partners would have started working together again uh and i think slowly um a lot of these northern policies would have been reversed and they would all join the confederacy and they would and you still have a union it's just you have a different constitution that has uniformity over trade policies taxes and goods and um most of much the rest of it was the same same as it ever was i still think slavery would have lasted uh a little longer in the deep south uh, for blacks, but not for Chinese. Um, and they would have had done the old model of venture capitalism to raise funds for um, other public works and things. The wealth would have been retained. South was still making 80% of the world's cotton. Uh, plenty of money to go around. Things would have returned to normalcy a lot faster. Nobody would have had to go through those multiple decades of poverty. Uh, and slavery would have ended anyway. And I think probably they would have paid compensation to the slave masters would have been the way to get rid of it as had been done in other countries. That's how they ended it uh, without firing a single bullet. Uh, I do also think it's, you know, had there not been a war, like a lot of weapons were invented because of that war from six shot revolvers to submarines, uh, which led to the decimation of the remains of American Indians and an arms export by the United States to the entire globe. Right. They were sending Gatlin guns and things to Japan to kill the samurai. Like the weapons increase caused by the pressure of the Civil War really redrew the map across the globe. It's also because of the Civil War that cotton traders in Turkey and Egypt became extremely wealthy, which helped the Ottoman Empire and yada, 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 and leads to World War One, like because they needed a replacement. They couldn't buy from the South, so they start buying from the Turks or they start buying from the Middle East. Um, those industries would never have risen had, you know, the 80% of the cotton that was being sold was out of the American South. Had that not been cut off for five years, then they wouldn't have been built up in another place. So, like, so many different things would have happened had there not been a war, if had gone the other way, that's really hard to wrap your head around okay what would have what it would be like if because it would have just redone that the entire planet all right now uh let's see all right um super chat Haley may says anguish is the true language of the south uh, she's not letting that go shout out to Haley may thank you she says does dawson oh boy rick stick with it if that's what you believe she says does anyway. dawson think the south will ever secede well it's it once <laughs> I mean, you know, again, like with the COVID restrictions stuff, who's resisting it? Southern states, Florida, Texas, Mississippi, like they're not doing it. Uh, I think Virginia will uh, come January 12th when they get their new administration in, they're going to be Southern again too. And they're not going to have these mandates and CRT and all this bullshit. Like the, the resistance to all that crap is still that Jeffersonian philosophy. It's Southerners that are going to go against that. But if there isn't a red wave in 2022 and they just mail in themselves votes or like last time. Yes. You will see secession. You'll see it in Texas. You, you might see it in Alaska because both of them have it on the docket already. But if they openly steal another election and allow these shit libs to do what they've been doing with massive inflation and supply chain crisis and open borders and all that, I think it's very likely you could see secession again. Like they've, these liberals have bitten off more than they can chew. And yeah, like uh, 
the first act, HR1, for the Biden administration was getting rid of voter ID. And what they say, voter ID is racist. Voter ID is not racist. Saying voter ID is racist is racist. You're implying that, oh, certain races don't have to find a DMV and get a driver's license? Or what, what's the... <laughs> you want a COVID pass for everything, but you can't have voter ID. They don't want voter ID because they encourage illegal votes because that's the only way that side can win. That's why they, they have an open border. They think these people are, are going to vote Democrat. And people realize this. And so I could see, I think secession is, you know, if they try and do federal mandates for vaccines or something, you're going to have states and governors going, well, fine, we're leaving the union. Because the population is not going to put up with that. And they can't keep the boot on the neck for that much longer. Like, how long do you want to walk around wearing face masks and shit? Like, how many more years? Because they'll do it forever. They will do it for as long as you comply. But down south, they're not complying. And you've got people like DeSantis. And I know he's shitty on Israel and other things, but he is not doing vaccine passports. And he is not doing mask mandates. You don't have to wear a mask in Florida, indoors or outdoors, at all. These people like Dr. Fauci, maybe uh, they need to uh, go to prison. And if we don't see any justice and you can't fix things in D.C., which I don't think you can, there's only one solution, which is separation that we need to secede. That has always been the solution. Just you cannot fix the North. Just leave them because all our debts, right? What, who's in the most debt? California, New York, Illinois. Like the, the most populous Yankee states have the highest debt. Who has the least debt? Texas and Florida. And I believe Alaska, right? That's where the oil is too. That's where the Alaska is dissing. But why are we paying for their debts? Like all these Southerners are still being taxed to pay for the irresponsible policies of San Francisco and New York and Chicago, right? They run themselves in the ground just handing out money for votes. You know, there you've never had a clean election in Chicago ever, right? New York isn't much better. San Fran, you got scat apps and syringes, you know, hypodermic needles and stuff. Homelessness is rampant. People just run into stores and steal shit. Oh, if it's under a hundred, if it's under $950, we just won't call the pigs, right? That's, that's the kind of Yankee culture you have where there's like, oh, everybody's going to be categorized by their race and their sex and their this and their that. And we're going to have equity. We're just fire a bunch of white people because there's too many of them. Those kind of ideas don't fly in the South. But Yankees, like, oh, there, there's, I saw photos of Yankees kneeling down, wearing shirts that said, I'm sorry, kissing black people's feet. I'm like, what the fuck are you sorry about? What? I yeah, I agree with Muhammad Ali. He's like, I'm glad my ancestors got on the boat because he looked at the conditions in Nigeria and he goes, yeah, I'd rather pick cotton. It doesn't. It's just so stupid to blame uh, institutions like slavery or something on biology. Everybody had slaves. It's not a product of whiteness. It's a product of states, and they had and African nations were willing to sell people. And so people were willing to buy them. So that's who ended up being slaves in this part of the world. But whites were sold into slavery too, to Arabs and all. And everybody, every, it's, Asians enslaved each other. It was not, 
there's nothing to be sorry for to be like, oh, I belong to this category. But liberals don't think like that. They're collectivists. They judge people based on biology. They judge people based on sexuality and stuff. They're like, we don't have enough left-handed, green-eyed Eskimos in this thing. They want to have more women. We're going to have more gays. We're going to have more intersectionality. And they they want and divvy out positions for college, positions for jobs based on categories physical categories instead of on can you do the fucking job or do you you know actually have the ability to learn this shit merit doesn't work in the north the north is more concerned with getting votes so they're like we're going to give out money give out jobs give out privileges to people if you'll vote for our party so that we can then aggrandize ourselves by using the state to enrich ourselves that's the lincoln model the jefferson model is no, the state doesn't get to give money to people. And then you don't vote yourselves money. You actually have to work for money. And it doesn't matter what color you are or whatever. You're going to have to earn it. Equal opportunity, not equal outcome. But the North is the equal outcome. They, that's where it is. It's Portland, right? It's California. It's New York City. It's Chicago. You name these shitty places where they're all like equity and transgender rapist child molesters reading stories to kindergartners where does that happen the fucking north right that culture is backwards and we should just separate because these people are they're unfuckable like you cannot fix these motherfuckers they they don't listen they don't they just don't believe they're, they're off in la la land uh the city of portland will never return they've had a thousand homicides and they're just like well we don't believe in policing. So I'm like, okay. You got drug addicts. When I say homelessness, that's drug addicts. That's what it is. Like there are already social welfare programs. that will take care of you. Even if you're a complete bum, do nothing, go nowhere. You can have a place to live and something to eat. It's, we believe in that as a society, but they spend all the money on drugs right away. So they don't have a place to live where they just walk around dirty clothes, fucking decrepit shit. And it's like, they're not going to fix it. They've got DAs paid by Soros that go in and just let people go to maybe go to jail for a day and let them out again. I mean, this recent sting in Virginia, even 10 pedophiles, mostly a bunch of Pajits and stuff while they're <laughs> trying to rape little kids. And I don't have any sympathy for fucking molesters, you know? Like, yeah. And uh, one of them's father had already been arrested for the same thing. It was out on bond, right? Chip off the old block, I guess. Yeah, it's like, yeah, exactly. Like, a lot of them should already be in jail for the first time they tried to do it, but they let them out. But that's what McCullough and, these, and Northam and these fucking Yankee, they're from New York, by the way, Yankee governors come in and fuck up the state. Now Youngkin's coming in on the 12th, breath of fresh air. Uh, Lieutenant Governor Sears is coming in, another breath of fresh air. She's, she's not going to put up with this shit. Like, if you're a pedophile... You're going to jail. First strike, you're done. Like, that's it. You don't get out on bond. You don't get out on bail. You don't get, you're done. You're in prison. You belong in a cage because you're a predator who's trying to rape children. That should be a one strike, you're out kind of thing. But not in liberal land. Oh, no, that's just a different form of sexuality, and they just can't help it. They love children, and, the, and then we should accept that. Nah, nah, nah. They're trying to normalize it. Fuck that. All right, now let me read these. Uh, Sam, shout out to him uh, over on Cash App says, wishing you the best, Ralph. Thank you. Thank you as well. Nady Bakes, who I'm going to see very soon in Las Vegas. Matter of fact, I'm going to 
speed through the end of the show here too because I got to catch a flight uh, here in Washington D.C. I got to get in my car and drive to D.C. Uh, believe it or not. Uh, now there are a couple more here. Quebec, uh, awesome contribution says, "Holy crap! I had no idea just how evil the Civil War was. I knew the Hollywood version was BS, but damn." Um, mm-hmm. Well, I feel like a lot of people probably don't. You don't really hear that much about the Civil War other than a few basic things they want to drive in your head that yeah. may or may not be Winners true. Winners write the history. I mean, right. look at the stuff that happened to German citizens after World War II. And you blah, blah, Nazi, whatever. I don't care. Common citizens had nothing to do with it were dragged out and, and raped. Like So many German women got raped and by Russian hordes and stuff. And uh, their cities were basically evaporated. They just melted Dresden and Cologne and Hamburg. They bombed Berlin. And, the, and they did the same thing in Japan with the firebombs and used d- twice nuclear weapons, just 300,000 dead instantly, like children, babies, everything murdered right that's what the that's what war is war is hell yeah you're right well hell's bad so let's avoid this you know uh but that you cannot you cannot mention the suffering of germans and japanese because then all of a sudden you know you're a nazi or something and you can't mention the suffering and the rape and the murder and the and the abuse of children and the humiliation and stuff of southerners because they've painted that war to be like oh well then you're pro-slavery which is not why they're fighting. Six northern states had slaves through the entirety of the war and after the war. Virginia ended slavery before West Virginia, and West Virginia joined the Union and had slaves. Uh, Virginia joined the Confederacy, and actually Virginia, before Lee surrendered, had already outlawed slavery in their state just by a couple weeks, but they'd already gotten rid of it. West Virginia had not. They would come right afterward, but it's funny, little stat there, Virginia actually ended slavery before West Virginia (laughs) West Virginia is there pointing guns at the South too. So is Kentucky. They had slaves. Maryland had slaves. DC had slaves. Delaware had slaves. New Jersey had slaves. Missouri had slaves. They're all in the union. They're all fighting. They all put on uniforms and fought against the South. All right, let me ask you some of these questions. Hold up. Hold the up. Corbin amendment was put out before the war. It said, if you will stay in the union, we will make a constitutional amendment to enshrine slavery so that it can never be gotten rid of. Right, let me ask you. Still left. Let me ask you some of these questions from this random quiz that I found. Where is this from? Uh, I don't know. Some class. <clears throat> Was it fair for scallywags to be considered traitors by other Southerners? Yeah. Fuck the scallywags. <laughs> First, explain what a scallywag is for those who don't know. I know. But. It's a uh, a turncoat that was working with the Yankees. Right. They say the traitor is worse than the enemy. Were like, and Scallywags are the worst. Oh, go ahead. Sorry, I talked over you for a second. Oh yeah, I was just gonna say the the traitor is worse than an enemy, and that's exactly what describes a scallywag. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like you said, the carpetbaggers came from up north. The scallywags basically conspirators with the carpetbaggers in the northern. Yeah. Right. Yes. Yeah, Right. And a lot of these were people who were "quote unquote" unionists. You know, some of it were was the, <laughs> Some of these resided in the actually <laughs> anti-secession but anti-slavery oh, parts so. of the Appalachian Mountains. <laughs> All right, um, that's right, folks. Um, now, which southern loophole was the worst? Wait, what is this? Okay, so this is like an anti-southern test, of course. I'm trying to pick out anything that's decent. Let's see. 
was Jim Crow laws were to punish poor white Southerners too, and they always paint that as oh no, it was just for blacks. Was slavery or sharecropping worse? <sighs> sharecropping lasted longer, so I don't know. I'd say slavery's worse than sharecropping. Yeah, but maybe, but it's not, not by a lot much. though. It's, it's not the hands down defeat you would think it would be. Uh, no, I would. I'd have to agree with you, Tech. Actually, yeah, I mean, probably slavery a little bit worse, but uh, not by. So you you would have a actually have a higher standard of living and a greater chance of not dying from starvation being a slave than a sharecropper. Yeah, I it's think just as, as a sharecropper, at least you have the potential to not be a sharecropper and be free. Whereas slave, you're a slave no matter what. That's why it's worse. But as far as like, if that if you had to say, uh, all right, that's going to happen to one of my sons. Neither one, man. But like, as a sharecropper, you're probably going to starve to death. As a slave, it's in somebody's interest to take care of you, but you don't have any freedom your whole life. It sucks, but like, you're not going to die because you're too valuable. That's why you're there. But it's that's a stupid question. It depends. Uh, it depends what kind of slave. Like, are you going to sure. be doing the sure. sugarcane fields? Because that was the worst. Picking cotton eh, sucks, but uh, you know, depends where you are in that spectrum of of slavery, and uh, also for sharecropping too. Because a lot of sharecroppers just died. That's what happened. They uh, starved to death. Here's a few more. Was Reconstruction a success or a failure? I guess this depends on your point of view too, but. It's a failure for human rights and all that, but it's a success for the Yankee businessmen. You know, that's yeah. <laughs> from their point of view, it worked really well. They got all the Southern wealth and, you know, no, there was no reconciliation. That's the other part of reconciliation was allowing Confederate monuments, right? And yeah. which are always the soldiers on in general. You never see a statue of some Confederate politician, right? It's always to Lee or jackson or somebody like that or just generic you know to the soldiers who die and yada yada but you know reconstruction was an abysmal failure because it lasts you know all the way until 1950 with abject poverty uh and hookworm infestations and rickets and all these things it was a disaster for and for everybody the only good thing that come out of the end of the civil war was ending black slavery that's it uh but it just got replaced by sharecropping and and reinstituting slavery through the prison system anyway. All right, now let's see. Did Reconstruction make it better or worse for African Americans? Make life better? Mm, it made it better for some of them, worse for others. I mean, a lot of them just end up doing what they were doing anyway. Except the the poverty was so great for everybody in the South that, okay, you're free. You're free to go starve, you know, because the capital had been taken away. Like I said, it went from 61 million to 17. Um, they would have been better if you left the South maybe and could go to some Northern city that still had infrastructure left and get different kind of job. But if you're there trying to farm, uh, you were pretty screwed. Um, you would have to be a very industrious person and somehow already had an education, which almost no slaves had access to, to make it. So for the majority of them, it wasn't barely any change at all. And Sherman even wrote, because I have never heard of any of these, uh, I'll say African-American, that's what he said, but um, asking for voting rights. That's not among their demands, right? Um, nah, but being a slave, like, 
is the pits. Like he, at least as a sharecropper or something, slaves couldn't even choose who they want to marry. Like they had no, if you, I mean, you could, if your master let you, it was all up to, it depends on who owned you or whatever. Like you're all at the whim of someone else. Right. But during reconstruction, everybody was fucking poor and it didn't matter what color you were. Uh, and there was no way out of it. People just moved west or left. There's a big brain drain. Uh, a lot of Southerners end up going west because there's zero opportunity in the south. All right, now let's see. There's a couple more. I'm going to read this last question. I'll let you answer that. This is from some random test I found, by the way. How would America be different today if Reconstruction had been totally successful? "Quote unquote" uh, is the term that they use. If it, if it all went to plan and the South had bowed down, how how would we be different today? It's so dumb because the, the test is trying to say like, <laughs> well, we tried to have Reconstruction, yeah. but the South kept doing these bad things with Basically, these loopholes. That's what right? it, that's yeah. the whole premise. Yeah, of the test. Yeah. I was trying so to stupid. dig something out of there, but yeah, it's a completely biased test, obviously. I mean, like, what if instead, I mean, you just have to meet the demands that were made before the war. You got rid of the 45% tariff. You allowed them to sell their own cotton, didn't send agents down there to steal it and stuff. And you could abolish slavery and everything would have survived just fine. But that's not what they did. They taxed the hell out of these people and chained them up, raped them, burned their houses down. They looted mansions. All these Southern, all this architecture stuff was lost. Uh, I mean, 20% of the people died. So, and we're finding out now there are more casualties than we ever knew. Now, the North lost more soldiers by, you know, maybe 100,000 more. But they started with a lot more soldiers. And they also, 40% of their army was mercenaries. They had 200,000 Germans and 250,000 Irish conscripted into their army. They, so that was kind of what happened. Is the South could not replace its men and the North could because they're getting immigrants from Europe because it's closer. And they would put them right off the boat into a uniform, say, here's your gun, go die down there in Dixie. Um, it's a fucking pointless war. That's why Lincoln's so terrible. The whole thing could have been avoided. Just don't have the goddamn tariff. And it w- or just let them secede. Bye, you know. Couldn't do that. He needed the revenue. And said as much as his first speech to Congress is that he sent them down there to collect the revenue. That is why the union is fighting. Preserve the union, meaning preserve our tax haven where we can go and collect the revenue, which we're going to spend in the north. Neon War says the Germans had forced brothels in every village. The Japanese were brutal to China in World War II. Dawson, why can't you acknowledge all evil is wrong, he says. I do. I think that side of the story is said, right? So people know how bad Nazis were. People know how bad the Imperial Japanese were. But they don't look at that and go, well, who are they fighting? The French and the British? I mean, these are colonial empires that had taken over about 40% of the planet. Okay? It's not like they have. They can be waving their finger at anybody. Um, I know that Japanese did live-action medical tests on Chinese people. Horrible things. There's Nan King. There's all that, and you know, and uh, obviously the Nazis put people in labor camps and da 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 da. But that is drilled into your head every day. Everybody knows, especially German crimes. Like you don't eat. That's not like some forgotten thing we we're never taught. 
I'm trying to give a voice to voiceless people and saying, well, also German citizens got raped and abused and da 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 da. And, you know, when you're saying like, oh, well, it's okay to nuke Japan because they attacked Pearl Harbor, but like, who's the they? The military attacked a military base in Hawaii. They did not just start killing Hawaiian civilians or something. And the little kids in Hiroshima and Nagasaki had nothing to do with any of it. And you just went and evaporated those people. You didn't bomb a military base. You bombed a city of people not involved. And the same thing, like if you, you, the German army had already been defeated. There is no fucking point to go in and loot and burn and pillage, but they just wanted to punish them. The Morgenthau plan wanted to sterilize them and completely wipe out the German race forever. Fortunately, that wasn't done, but those were some of the sick things that were being floated around. Right. You know, and this is it's stupid. Like, why don't you acknowledge the bad things Japan and Germany and Italy did? <laughs> I do. And I don't think anybody doesn't know those things. Everyone, that's second grade. You go to Holocaust museums and stuff, right? Like, everybody had to read Anne Frank in school. But you do not hear what the Americans, the British, the French, and the Chinese did. Yeah, the Chinese killed far more Chinese than the Japanese. Russians killed more Russians than anybody else, too. Communism killed more people than fascism or imperialism. Uh, you know, the Holdemore, 15, 10, let's say, I'll take the conservative number around 9 or 10 million people in Ukraine starved to death before World War II. Uh, that story wasn't even mentioned until the recent conflict in Ukraine with Crimea. No one knew about it. I didn't learn about Holdemore in school. I learned about the Holocaust. I learned about anything that, you know, wasn't our fault. But, you know, the winners write the history. Britain had colonized India. They, had got, they, they used to go down, like I said, with the Gatlin guns that were invented in the north. British bought as many as we would sell, went down to West Africa, and would just mow down towns. Just whoever, just, just they called it hammering. And they would just go and hammer a town with because they had machine guns. They're like, look at this new toy. And just shoot people. You know, this is the kind of people Germany and Japan and stuff are fighting. Government is the problem. There were no good guys and bad guys in World War II. All these states are evil, run by banks and doing it for personal interests. And they use the poor people from both sides to go out there in the field and kill each other so that their little rich puppeteers can... Uh, further enrich themselves off of your death and misery. All right. I'm going to have to call time there. Now, there's a couple more super chests. I'll play those because they did get sent in because uh, I got to catch this flight. If I wait too long, I won't be able to get my stuff together. Uh, now, hold on one sec. I got to bounce, too. Yeah, that's that's very good because we got like two more here. Great show and great guests. Urban Moving Thank Systems you. sent $3. Great show and great <laughs> guest THX. Right now, here's... Were they high-fiving? Yeah. Shinchan 256B sent $10, Ryan. I have been watching you for years on this show and others. Always great. But race realism is an important topic. Not necessarily just for white and black people, but for the Jewish and non-Jewish. They, ding, fear it because it calls them out. Yeah. All right. Whatever. I'm not getting sucked into an argument about that stuff. I don't think Jews are a race. I think it's an identity. But whatever. Thank you, Shar. I appreciate you coming on and talking about the uh, Civil War a little bit. Tell people where they can find you. Civil War stuff, I have one called DawsonTime.com, 
And then general all the war stuff is on ancreport.com. That's where you can get Epstein map. That's where you can get uh, a base calendar. And basically everything that would trigger a shit lib is in this. I mean, it is it's nuts. <laughs> all in one package. Thank you, man. We'll have to have you back on uh, sometime next year. Happy New Year. Appreciate you coming on. Happy New Year to you. All right, talk to Good you luck soon. today in your thing. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. Uh, and I'll talk to you soon. Uh, Butters, thank you as well, man, for stopping by. I appreciate you as well. No problem. Are we on for the episode tonight or are we... Uh, man, i got to catch my flight. I completely forgot that I have to catch a flight at 5 a.m., so... Um, no. <laughs> no, that's all right. <laughs> yeah, that would be the answer. I actually went about 15 minutes longer. I don't know what I was thinking when I said yeah. that because i got to roll out, but... Um, yeah, I actually have to go pack. I'm not even packed. Throw some stuff in a suitcase and then go to D.C. to go to the airport. How's about this? For the, for the 24-hour stream... I could give the segments, you know, Bourbon with Brothers live on the 24-hour stream with you and me. Maybe we could do that and work something in on the 24-hour stream, some kind of segment. Yeah, I think that that could probably work. I'll need some time to fill anyway. Um, so, yeah, we'll figure something out for the 24-hour stream. That sounds good. Yep, that'll work, I feel like, because that's that's the All main right. event, and I've got a lot of notes to take forward. All right, good. We'll figure something out, um, and I'll hit you up on DMs. Thank you for popping in. Sorry you didn't get to talk that much, but you know how it goes. Thank you, man. No problem. I'll see you later. All right, I'll see you later. All right. Now, I'm going to go ahead and go. Also, I had this. Man, I see people. Why do they? I saw somebody saying that there's always a different story about my college graduation i graduated from college i just owed them eight hundred dollars after i graduated because they didn't give me full credit for the spanish class like full financial aid credit and try to make me pay for that out of pocket and i was broke at the time and so i never have paid them so i don't have my physical degree but i saw some other dumb bitch lying earlier i graduated from college would you be into getting jimmy dore or caleb mopping on Infrey has is also big into their group. Based Marxist Leninists. Oh, yeah, I'm supposed to They have a lot to say about BreadTube. Yeah, I'm done. Go ahead, Gino. Oh, some of these didn't pop up. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm for Congress in West Virginia's second district. I'm sorry. America First and America First Only. Geno4house.com. I'm sorry those didn't pop up earlier, by the way. I kind of feel like they got more attention here, though. Um, but yeah, I would have those guys on for sure. Uh, but yeah, there goes. Uh, Scholastic Ralph, that's me with the chancellor of the South Carolina um, University system, actually. I don't know if he still is, uh, but that's me in college. I feel like I've shown this before, uh, but that is me getting my degree, quote-unquote. Now, the degree's not in there because I owed him $800. I don't have the ding here on the fucking panel, uh, but I had a $50 per month payment plan after I got out of school, but I, like I said, I was broke. And I finally just stopped paying it because I was like, this degree ain't doing shit for me. I don't give a fuck what I'm going to put on my wall. Fuck you, motherfuckers. I, I, actually, I didn't even do that consciously. I missed like a couple months worth, and they turned it over to collections. And then once they put it in collections, I was like, fuck you. Um, so one day, whenever I get back down there to South Carolina, I've been back down since, but one day when I actually get to fucking go to USC Upstate and figure out just who the fuck, I don't know who has the the fucking debt at this point and then i'll have to pay that off and then go back to the school and probably tell them to send the thing but whatever yes i did graduate cocksucking cunt the royal we sent three dollars before i worked with limited 
I worked for a company who did marketing and we got work from Limited. My boss took me to a mall where the first Limited store still stood and said Wexner kept it for his mom to go in and terrorize the employees daily. <laughs> All right, now, I'm gone. Let's go ahead, go to Vegas. If you see me there, hit me up. If you're there, hit me up. I don't know. I got to go. I'm running late. I was going to say something else, and I completely forgot, and I just remembered that I just need to go. All right. <laughs> Where's my song? Oh, my God. Uh, there it goes. Good night. I'm still looking for the pit bull upon a Wolfgang. I should hopefully have that in the next couple days. I don't know. I'm going to DM some people. I think that female wants to do it. I'll look into it. We'll find somebody. Free Route Festival, January 3rd. That's the next kill stream. That's the next Tequila Sunrise. Happy New Year, everybody. Thank you for the support. It's truly an honor and a privilege to host this show. I hope you enjoy watching it in the year 2021. Farewell. Oh, 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 oh,